Welcome to uh, the Cranked and Ranked 100th episode live stream celebration. Um, man, we already got a whole bunch of comments. Hello, hello, everyone. Um, just it's, it's hard for me to keep up with all the comments. Um, but uh, oh, I think that you I don't know if you can do this, Eddie, on your side. But but if you if if I want to uh, to show a comment i click on it and it shows up on the screen from worst reviews ah. you how's it going guys it's going good i read um, that as the soldier boy you <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, can you do that on your side can you choose a, a comment and click it and have it appear on the screen let's have a look here uh try it we should have done this it. beforehand but fuck it whatever whatever uh, so i'm clicking on them and uh, I'm not. I'm not seeing them going on the screen. All right. Well, unfortunate. That's unfortunate. But whatever. We're, get, we're letting people get here. We got 25 people here so far. So this is this is going out to YouTube, to my Facebook, and to my Twitter all at the same time. Um, and then um, those of you who couldn't make it, who listen to this as a podcast, this will be out on Wednesday as a podcast, so you can just listen to it. Um, so hello to all of you, and hello to all of you that are watching this later. But right now, we're focusing on all the live peeps. Um, Hello, everyone. The classic uh, rock junkie says, congrats to one of the best on YouTube. Thank you very hey. much. Sure. That is that is nice. Hell um, yeah. Uh, what else we got in here? Uh, so so if there's a lot of comments, I'm going to try my best to um, to to keep up with them. Um, I will let you know that there is a nice little feature on, on YouTube that if for some reason you want your fucking comment to pop up right in my in our faces. I think you can pay money and it will do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just throwing that out there. You don't need to. Right now we only got 30 people and we'll try to, uh, we'll try to uh, uh, keep things controlled here. Hip hop junkie. I already like you know, the name's great. Love me some old head and Eddie sparks. Um, you've got great taste. Much love. <laughs> so, all right, hold on. Let's see. Stuart Chalmers says hundredth episode. All I can say about cranked and ranked is, I mean, it's, I mean, all, it's right. all right. <laughs> <laughs> so before we can before, before we begin that, I'm going to say that like this is our 100th episode, but it's kind of a 100th episode with a caveat because I think if you go and count the actual podcast episodes we've done, I think it's only 94, and this would be 95. But we've done five episodes that were only on YouTube, and I don't know if you remember yeah. all of those. The first one we ever did was the top five 80s thrash metal album covers. Yeah. And I don't know if that was live or if we just did a video and it went out on YouTube. Um, that was early days. I think that was yeah. I think that was just us recording. That was that the was first like, video thing we ever did. Um, yeah. And uh, um, hold on. Chris, Chris uh, Heathcote asks an important question. Hey, Stephen, what's your ETA on the interview you were going to do with Alex Newport? Um, it's in the works still. Alex Newport is a very busy man right now. He's fucking scoring a soundtrack. Um, so we're, we're, I'm trying to allow him to get on with his life and come up with a good time for us to do our interview. So we're, we're still in talks, 
but he is a he is a busy motherfucker. So eventually mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Uh, anyway, the other the other like episodes we did that weren't actual podcasts, we did an, our favorite Iron Maiden cover art one time. Yeah. Yeah. We did an episode called How Well Do We Know Our Favorite Bands? Do you remember that one? Where you yes. were all like you're like what concentration camp were Getty yeah. Lee's parents? <laughs> well, yeah, apparently well, I don't know Rush that well. <laughs> well, like I I didn't know how how deep into it we were going to go, and I kind of assumed that like I didn't want to in a way, I didn't want to insult your intelligence by saying, like, what year did 2112 come out? So it's like, yeah. well, what do I do? I, it, it, I think it, I struggled it, to... It made it more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and then in, in, uh, in 2021, we did a live Q&A on, on YouTube at some point. And then the last thing we did that was just YouTube was our very first Grooved and Removed, or maybe, yeah, Metallica. That was in 2021. That was just a live stream on YouTube. So if you add all of those things together, the number of times that that Sir Eddie Sparks and I have gotten together and done something is it, this is the 100th time that we've done it. Um so that's what we're celebrating here. And thank you all for being here. Um and everyone that um that watches and comments and and supports us, you guys are the best. And that's why that's why we decided you guys to rule. Yeah, that's why we decided <laughs> to do this because like we're we're literally just, you know, jerking each other off for an hour and a half if there's nobody out there well i mean i guess we could still do that and people might want to watch i don't know um but uh that it's not that's all that that we it would be without the the people watching i was about to say fans but that feels weird saying that um the supporters and the listeners and viewers without you guys like this is not there's no point in fucking doing this and so um thank you all for being here um thrash metal family is asking do we expect any interviews from you with one of the members of forced entry or former members of acid rain, probably not. Those are people mm. that are not, it's not easy to get a hold of. Um, luckily I do do a show. I said, do do. Um, mm. luckily I do do a show with the current a- and former member of acid rain. Um, <laughs> new episode comes out Monday, folks, old bollocks, uh, check it out. Anyway. Um, we got here. Uh, was it, uh, Hey guys, congrats on a hundred-ish episodes. Can we mark the occasion with a Mariah Carey-esque screech from Sir Eddie? Uh, let's give it a go. Oh, there we go. I mean, that you, one didn't, you had done better in the past, but it was a bold well, effort. I tried to hit a whistle note. I can do a... There we go. That should do it. That was good. That hurt my ear a little yeah. bit. By the way, yeah, everybody. Yeah, whistle register is hard as fuck. Cranked and ranked mugs. Does everybody have a cranked and ranked mug? If you're watching on YouTube, just you can scroll down to the bottom and go buy one. The shitty <laughs> thing is, I've I've learned that at the UK store, like shit is just not available all the fucking time, and I don't know why. Hmm. That's ridiculous. Um, anyway, That's strange. So we've got oh, this is I bought it all. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say uh, uh, Chris Heathcote. Hello, sir. I love old bollocks episodes. Love me some acid rain. Well, uh, yeah, thank you. But right now we're talking about cranked and ranked. Um, and more importantly, we're talking about Lita Ford or Joan Jett. Who's hotter? That is a really mm. dumb question. I mean, no offense to Vapor Dreams, um, but maybe I'll let you chime in first. But to me, that is a f- fucking no brainer right there. Both is good. You're the very diplomatic of you. It's Lita Ford all the time. I'm just saying it's a three-way I would not turn down. Oh, I would. <laughs> Absolutely, I would. Um, anyway, so so our, uh, our, our if, if nobody remembers, some of you might, 
Um, the very first episode of Cranked and Ranked we ever did premiered on June 3rd of 2020. So this is back. This is literally like in the thick of the pandemic. Yeah. We hooked up and came out with our first uh, first episode, which wasn't really our first episode. Our first episode we ever recorded was Metallica. <laughs> Some of you probably remember yeah. the story. Um, and Eddie's recording equipment crapped out. Shit the bed completely. And so on June 3rd, Nirvana was our first uh, ranking, which that was that turned out to be a pretty easy way to like get us into things. Yeah. Um, I feel like we made the right move starting with, you know, kind of a grunge band because then we immediately pivoted to a glam band and then we did a thrash band. And yeah, that yeah. Just, right out of the gate, it showed nothing's off the cards. You know, we're not. We're not like trues where we stick to one scene and that's all we listen to. And we wanted to make that very clear right out of the gate. Yeah, it's it would be pretty boring if we just did just metal. Um, yeah. I mean, sometimes I feel like we're we, we I mean, I, I don't really want to branch out any further than we do. But there's parts sometimes I go, well, it's you know, we still do kind of stay in, in a similar area. I think it's only because it's it's all music that I am interested in. Um, mm. We never. We never do like a fucking uh, a easy listening jazz artist <laughs> because <laughs> because I'm just I would have nothing nice to say about that except for just he plays just, his clarinet really well you know <laughs> that'd be it. We should do like a should like Kenny G or Michael Bolton just as like a fucking like but they had good songs. It, Tell I mean, me is, how am I supposed to live? Is that Michael Bolton? That's a yeah. That's a pretty damn good song, really. When you think about it, and um, you know what's wild? I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this right now, right? Michael Bolton did rock stuff in like the first half of the eighties. He did, and he wrote songs for Kiss, and it's good. Like everybody's crazy is a banger. He's got the pipes for it, dude. Oh yeah. Plus he plus he apparently has a really great sense of humor because he did that shit with like the Lonely Island and stuff like that. Yeah, um, so yeah, that was really funny. Give him credit <laughs> for that. So, um, like the only other, th- so literally, we have no plan. We're not ranking anything. Um, we're just celebrating with you guys out there. Um, so, yeah, please, if you have questions, we'll try to keep up with them and we'll try to answer them. Um, if you got some comments, you know, we'll, you know, try to highlight them if they're worth being highlighted. <laughs> not saying you're not <laughs> worth being highlighted if I don't highlight you. Um, but if you just say, Hey guys, I mean, you know, I appreciate it, but, um, th- maybe <laughs> you can do this question. Um, favorite black metal band living color. God- <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> black metal. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> um, now, uh, to be honest, it's a genre that I need to really delve into more because I've only heard select tracks yeah. from select bands. And uh, I'm going to raise my hand and say, you know, of all the extreme metal subgenres, I have yet to dive into black metal pretty much at all. I remember like... My friend would show me like some behemoth stuff on on the school bus when I was like. Is a that black metal? I thought I didn't think that was black metal though. Well, they they have like black metal kind of tendencies. Oh, who doesn't these days though? Really? Yeah, 
But um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm gonna say black metal is probably the the genre I have the least experience with, and so I don't. This is a great start because I, I'm I'm showing my ignorance. Here. It's fine. It's fine. Because yeah. it's, it's literally a thing where I go. I don't really like black metal for the most part. Um, I've heard things that I thought were good, and most of the stuff is pretty boring to me. Um, I'm going to get this out of the way right now. What was your opinion on the sick, the dying, and the dead? On Monday, the new episode of Old Bollocks will come out, and you'll learn all about how I feel about the new Megadeth album. So I'll get that one out of the You can say, if you have an opinion, sir, go, go, go right I, ahead. I still need to, and, you know, this is solely because I'm a, I'm a busy boy. I, I, I listen to a lot of albums, and we ain't been ranking Megadeth recently, so I've been in the obituary zone. So... Megadeth has unfortunately taken a back seat, and so I want to give it the fair shot it gets, yeah. which is why, you know, tomorrow while I'm driving for a, for quite some time, um, I've got a I've got a long drive tomorrow. Uh, but anyway, I digress. I'm going to stick that <laughs> album on and uh, give it a listen right the way through. Everything I've heard off it, I thought was really good. I mm-hmm. think there is there's stuff in there that sounds fresh. I think Megadeth has had a sound that they've kind of stuck with to varying degrees for the last 20 or so years. But I do think there's riffs in it where I think, oh, that that is really good. Especially mm. that breakdown at the end of uh at the end of one of the singles. And I love Night Stalkers as well. I really like that song. Um from what I've heard, I do think I like it more than Dystopia, though. So, uh, Chris Heathcote, what about the new King's X album? Yes, I will also talk about that on Old Bollocks. Um, Jens Bauman, greetings and happy anniversary to my favorite YouTubers. Favorite, like out of everybody? Wow. That, thank, thank you. you. That is, <laughs> that is, that is, that is awesome. Um, oh, oh, I, cl- I clicked on this one. I'd say it's my favorite since Endgame. Okay. All right. Nice. Um, um, let's see. And then uh, also from Dennis, who's been jamming the new Clutch record. Um, I did not talk about this on um, Old Bollocks, so I'll get it out of the way right now. Um, I haven't really liked a Clutch album since their second album, and I love their first two albums. So it really annoys me that I can't get into anything that they're doing. Holy shit, we got £4.49 from no- Noel uh, Thank you. Co- Thank Cozier. you so much. Thank you very much. What is what is that in in, in American money? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, think, I think a pound is is as one point six dollars. Oh, okay. I well, believe. Then, yeah. but thank you. Like every every little bit helps, and then we divide it amongst ourselves, and we both get you know two pounds and so <laughs> <laughs> a coffee. Thank you. <laughs> yes, no, that's all right. Every everything. That's... not not just not just the money, but just like that kind of support. Like you're dipping into your own funds to just throw it our way for the shit that we do. Like that's that's it means amazing. a lot, dude. Um, thank you. Classic rock junkie thoughts on the new Aussie. I haven't listened to it yet. I didn't like the tracks that came out so far. Um, not that I didn't like them. I just wasn't impressed. I didn't care. It was just like, yeah, it's fine. Um, oh, this is. Did you see this one right here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alice in Chains versus Soundgarden. Now, th- I think we both have the same answer, and the answer is a complicated answer because I think let me let me go ahead let me go ahead and say I think that you would say just like me, Alice in Chains is my favorite out of the two, but 
Soundgarden is completely unfuckwithable. Yeah, yeah, that's that's you know you're you're comparing excellence to a di- to a different kind of excellence because the the thing is, grunge is such an interesting scene because you listen to Soundgarden and you listen to Alice in Chains and both are very unique bands tied together with with two things. They have a dark five sound. pounds from Joe Blow Bone Bonabo. Thanks, sir. Five. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I was I was just going to say, Soundgarden have the like dark kind of atmosphere. Alice in Chains have a dark atmosphere. They're both from Seattle, but mm-hmm. they sound completely different. Yep. So, yeah, both amazing bands. Um, both class- amazing. Classic rock junkie. I would say got the reissue of Dirt on two LP, and is it's awesome in my opinion. I haven't gotten mine yet. I actually ordered two. Well, three because I ordered the big ass Dirt box set. I have as well. <laughs> but I also ordered the Walmart exclusive version on red vinyl. And there's a, a European, I think, exclusive version on, on is it yellow vinyl? Um, and then the orange vinyl comes with the box set. So I'm just, it's one of my favorite albums ever. So yeah, I'm going to buy like every version of it that comes out. Um, I'm very excited about that because it's like not only not only hearing the album, because I have a vinyl version, the, a music on vinyl version of it that's just one disc, but now it's been spread out to two, and I'm like, oh, I'm 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 actually excited to see <laughs> what that sounds like. I bet it's going to sound good. Um, hold on, I'm trying to keep up with with everybody here. Um, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, I have to. I we have to show some love to Alice Dear Williams because um, mm-hmm. he fucking rules. Hello, gents. Deep thanks for all the cracking shizzle off the cuff. I think the Misfits episode is my very favorite. And well done, Ed, for the excellent black metal joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the Misfits one was fun just because the, I think that was the first one where I really started talking shit about something. Because I usually try to be in the middle yeah. and go, <laughs> I don't like this, but I could see how somebody could. But when it comes to post-Danzig Misfits, I'm like, something is wrong with you if you think that that's better. Than the dancing <laughs> I think that's our most divided episode as well because like yeah. I I got into Misfits from a different era of Misfits. Yeah. So I think for me it's a production thing. I think American Psycho and and Famous Monsters were I mean, you know, they have like a pop metal kind of sheen to them, and mm-hmm. I guess I kind of took to that. Um hell, if I saw if I'd been there the first time around, I'd probably be the same. Yeah. But uh I mean, yeah. it's, with, at the end of the day, my opinion doesn't fucking matter. But in that particular case, my opinion was very, I, I, it was a, it was a strong opinion. <laughs> um, let's see. What do we got here? Oh, this is a really good one. Um, Darsh Banzel, Metallica versus Maroon 5. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, hop into somebody's DMs, I, I say probably go with Maroon 5. You're probably going to get more, more play <laughs> than, um, than Metallica. Although wouldn't it be cool to like, to like have have Lars Ulrich tell you you got a banging bod when you send him a picture. <laughs> um, oh my, oh my fucking fuck. Oh my God. Your <laughs> body is fucking absurd. Um, <laughs> um, what really gets my dick hard is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love him. I love Lars. He's, he's the fucking best. That's, I've said that before. That's what I know. Cause all, all the little, um, interviews that I've been doing with people, you know, I did one with Phil Rind and that was a fucking honor to get to interview him. And then, um, the, the vocalist of Stompbox, 
hopefully soon, um, Alex Newport. But the only I'll, I'll know that I truly made it if you see a video pop up and it's me on one side and Lars Ulrich on the other side. Um, yeah. Then I've truly made it. And uh, and that's that's uh, that's awesome. So this is this is an important question. Um, do you watch Cobra Kai? I absolutely watch Cobra Kai and I love that show. Just finished the fifth season. Um, and that was a fucking killer last episode. Let me tell you. Um, it's a, it's don't, it's, don't spoil it for me the way you spoiled stranger things. Everybody, dude. everybody dies <laughs> at the end of Cobra Kai season five. Um, <laughs> you told me I didn't spoil it for you. So I mean, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just avoiding the Cobra Kai spoilers. Cause, um, I'm a lot more it, caught up on Stranger he, Things than I am Cobra Kai. But there's a difference, though. Like, Stranger Things is a very... Well, they're both very well-made shows, but Cobra Kai is almost more like a soap opera for old people. Like like guys like me who are in their 40s who were in love with the Karate Kid movies when they were kids. This is like a, an adult soap opera that just happens to have some younger people in it, too. <laughs> and karate. Just karate in it. Dude, I still get super invested in the SpongeBob movie, so I, I ain't... I ain't taking that. It's because you're a goofy goober. That's why. Rock! <laughs> um, Joe Blow Bonobo uh, says, do you do you either of you listen to therapy? I, I love therapy. Um, if so, would there be a ranking at some point? Yes. Um, I would love to rank the therapy albums because they have such an interesting discography. I don't even know if Ed knows any therapy. I've heard, I've heard some, and they're a band that I think are really interesting, but I have yet to dive yeah. deep. Killer Irish band there. They're Irish, yeah. right? I think so. Um, this is a good question. Post 2000s Megadeth versus post 2000s Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, Meg- Megadeth wins that for me because Chili Peppers yeah. haven't made anything I've liked since One Hot Minute, and I love One I, Hot I would, Minute. That's it. Yeah, I I, I would say f- for me, um, ch- Chili Peppers got to Californication, mm-hmm. and they've just kind of been doing that now like there's like there's before 1999 and there's after 1999 and you know yeah the the after portion is quite samey yeah to me um whereas you know their first five or six albums were so different and off the wall and and yeah they were unpredictable you were getting into yeah 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 exactly um their new song is called eddie um which i think refers to eddie van halen which is interesting mm. because like they posted a clip of the song and it's literally just a guitar solo that what's his name's doing. But like and so you're like, oh, it's a guitar solo. And then you get into the song and it's literally the same sort of middle of the road, soft rock, <laughs> red hot chili peppers they had already been doing. And I'm like, yeah, all right, that's fine. It is. It's once again, it's not for me. Um, Worst Reviews says that was a perfect Lars impression. Um, Thank you for your um kind words. Um. So, um, yeah, <laughs> um, they, uh, the, 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 you do a few good ones. You do a good Phil and Selmo and well, you, it's, it's great. You, cause you can do <laughs> Phil and Selmo, Dave Mustaine and Phil Mustaine, which is the combination yeah. of both. <laughs> Philip H. N. Selmo. I've been in every fucking band, fucking pan, fucking Terra super joint down. Your mom. <laughs> it's like interviewing him right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I like this one too. All versus Descendants. Um, so, I th- 
I think you're going to find fans like me, and they're all going to give the same answer, I think. And that is, um, I would not get rid of either one of those. Um, I love the Descendants. I love all. Everything they've done has had fucking amazing shit. Even like the last album they put out as Descendants is they're old dudes now and they still fucking deliver. I, I love it's now if you're talking about vocalists, my favorite vocalist I've ever had, because they've had, I don't know, four different guys, I think, um, totally between Descendants and all. Um, uh, 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 what's his name? Chad. Chad. What the fuck is his last name? The guy that did Breaking Things and Pummel. Chad's my favorite. Um the, the uh, all vocalist. I love his like big old raspy voice. Like he sounds fucking great. Um, are you ready for another difficult one? KP oh. Silveronian. Sorry about that. Angel that's dust like versus telling, dirt. That's like telling me to shoot one of my twins. You know, like ah <laughs> uh, um, shit, dude. I mean, Angel, Angel Dust is is my favorite album of all time. So I'm gonna have to go Angel Dust. But Dirt is a ten out of ten album. I'm the I'm the opposite. Um, <laughs> uh, Dirt is one of my favorite albums of all time. Angel Dust is also up there, but not as high as Dirt for me. Um, Fair. But once again, I don't want to get rid of either one of those. Like those are yeah. those are both Desert Island albums. Like if I'm somebody said grab ten albums, I'm pretty sure both of those are coming with me. Um, oh, here we go. Here I, I like this. Um, it would be interesting to see a cranked and ranked of all the Karate Kid movies. I would love to do that. Um, We've talked about doing a, a movie spinoff sort of thing with like seeing our sidebar. Uh, yeah, I, or it could be like cranked and ranked goes to the movies or, or something like that. Yeah, I, I think that depending on what we have, I think if we're going to be ranking, it can be cranked and ranked. But sometimes I think because, you know, I, I want to do an episode where we just talk all about Wayne's World 1 and 2 because those are both movies we talk about all the time and we love. But ranking them is kind of dumb because obviously the first one's better than the second one and then ranking is done. So that'd be more of a, of a CNR sidebar where we just spend an hour talking about our relationship with those movies and stuff like that. Um, Fair. Same thing, like I said, the last episode we did, I told Eddie at some point when he when he's able to, I want him to watch all three Clerks movies Yes. Because he's never seen any of them. And then we'll get to talk about those, which will be interesting. Um, Jimmy Page, uh, what are your favorite 2022 releases so far? Um, there's been <laughs> Sniper a lot. Elite 5, because I'm addicted to that shit. <laughs> the what? Sniper Elite 5. Um, no, is albums. It, albums. I know, I know, but it's a, it's a release. It, it falls under the word release. <laughs> I got something that falls under a release. Anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, so um, uh, right now, my favorite album that's come out this year, it's interesting because that new King's X album just came out. I won't go into how I feel about that. But funnily enough, earlier in the year, Ty Tabor from King's X released a solo album. That is the album I've been listening to more than any other album that's come out this year. And I love it's so fucking good. But there's a lot of really good ones, but that's probably my top right now. Hmm. Um, let's see. Let's let's this this uh, briskin briskin. I love listening to you guys. Probably my favorite podcast ever. I love both of your takes Aww. and your guys tangents. I'll take on watching. Oh, <laughs> then <And> died. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. That was from the Cannibal Corpse episode where all of a sudden yeah. every song title. It was something really mundane yeah. followed by then died. 
Yeah, because there's that song called Followed Home Then Killed, and it's That's like, where it just started. The most, it's just the most straight-to-the-point fucking, like, Cannibal Corpse song title I think there is. I just like, like how that, that one's like a sentence. Like, it's like, yeah, there's some titles... Followed Home like, Then like, Killed. Like, well, I guess I Come Blood is a sentence. That's a complete sentence. It's got everything I you know. need. You know exactly who's doing it and what they're doing. I know, but, Period. like, there's, there's, there's this just, like, straight up, there's, there's nothing, like, overly... Um, colorful about the sentence. It's like, you yeah. know, I come blood really paints an image. Whereas, like, followed home, then killed leaves it really up to interpretation. It, I mean, it's, it's like somebody didn't yeah. know they were trying, somebody had never heard Cannibal Corpse, and they're like, they're, they're, they, they sing a lot about murder and stuff. Oh, okay, so this song's going to be called I Honestly Guarantee You That I Murdered Somebody One Time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the name uh, of the song title. <laughs> All right, uh, where are we? Where are we here? Okay, there's a lot of damn. There's a lot of. Uh, hey, there we go. Thanks, Trashmill family. Chad Price is the guy from All. That guy's that guy's an amazing singer. Um, for me. Um, hey, we can get we can get your some thoughts on this evening, chaps. Hello, Vincent Doyle. Uh, Pantera reunion tour, good idea or just let it be? How, how do you feel? I, I've talked about how I feel on another thing I did, but I, you know we can go and do it. I feel like touring under the name Pantera is perhaps disrespectful to the Abbott brothers legacy as Vinny had stated that he didn't want Pantera, you know, to go on without dime. Yeah. Whereas if, if they were calling it like vulgar display of Pantera or Cowboys from hell, like naming it after a song or a, or an album. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that would have been a good way to, circumvent that but so i i agree with you but i i'm tr- i try to play devil devil's advocate when i think about mm. it because i go yeah i would rather them just use a different name but from their point of view if they're going to put forth the effort of putting together a band and and rehearsing and getting hiring all these people to take them out on the road you're more likely to like they're doing to get put on a big ass festival if the name is pantera yeah. So they're not going to Cowboys from Hell. There's probably already a dozen cover bands called Cowboys from Hell, and that's when you're playing some festival nobody goes to, and you're the he- you're the headliner of that festival. But it's you know to two thousand people. Um, so now they get to really, and I've heard that it's not actually like a full tour. I think they're just doing random shows. Right. But either way, I right now don't feel like I want to go. Because I don't, I don't hmm. want to hear Phil sing those songs anymore. Because he can't do it the way that I want him to do it, which is fine. He's getting older, whatever. Um, but also, um, I don't want to hear Zach Wild play Dimebag riffs. That's that's hmm. not a thing I want. Now I'm I'm always ready to be proven wrong. So if footage shows up when they play their first show and somebody posts something and it fucking blows me away, I might buy a ticket and go if they come through uh, my area. But for right now, I'm like. Nah, you guys have fun with it. It's your lives. Do what you want. It's your legacy. Um, you're the only yeah. ones left to say anything about it. And clearly, Dimebag's wife and whoever else holds a stake in it, they're all getting shit out of it. So it's the same mm. thing when people people got annoyed at the the Ronnie James Dio hologram thing. And I was like, well, it was okayed by his family. His family is getting money yeah. from this. So whatever. It's like, if you don't want to go, don't go. It's that's simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, I... I I think so. Yeah. I, it could be cool. To, sorry, I was just going to say, it could be cool to see those songs live. Yeah. 
but yeah, I never got to see them. Back that was one of that they came through. I remember they came through Austin on the um, Far Beyond Driven tour, and that was one that like I couldn't make it to, and all my friends oh. went. And all show, no. show, showed up, showed up to school in their fucking Pantera shirts, and just like, oh, and I think it was Pantera and Sepultura on the Chaos <laughs> tour. I think, fuck, I don't remember. It was a big ass show. Anyway, here's a really good one from Joe Blow Bonobo. Ed, do an old head impression. Can you do that? <sighs> hmm. Uh, Graves era misfits is bad. You're still it's, it's still it's still in your in your accent though. Uh, well, I've, I've, it's never you know it's never come up on the show for for you know me to do an impression of you. So I'm, I might I might have to go back listen to a few episodes and really work on my impression of you because I I don't want to do you a disservice. Yeah, I, I, Mr. I agree. Old Head Esquire. <laughs> um. So yeah. It, it, um, Stevan <laughs> Daljev, Stranger Things, rate the seasons. Once Eddie actually finishes the fucking show, um, we will we will rate the seasons. I liked, I liked season one better than season two, and I am enjoying where season three is going. There you go. More than season two, and possibly even season one. So, Chris Heathcote, I still don't understand why Ty Tabor never gets the recognition he deserves. I agree. One of the greatest guitar players. And um, he's, mm-hmm. you know, it happens. Um, so this is this is great. There's like right now 41 of you from wherever you're watching. Hello to everyone. Um, thanks for uh, for joining us. This is great. It's great that we have this this amount of because I'm not I'm having to go through the comments. I'm like, holy shit, I can't. I can't uh, keep up with all of these. Vapor Dreams, favorite movies of all time. Mine are Better Off Dead, Goodfellas, Natural Born Killers, and Jaws. That's an interesting top movies. Um, my favorites are probably Clerks. Uh, Both Wayne's Worlds. One, the first Wayne's World for me. Um, bye. Later, Eddie. See you later. Um, I'm just shutting the. I'm just shutting the blinds. Uh, Point Break is one of my favorites. Young oh, Guns. Young yes. Guns one and two. Both Young Guns movies are in there for me. Encino Man. Um, yes. These, these are all from the same era, obviously, if, if you can't <laughs> tell. Um, uh, Last Action Hero. That is an un- underrated action classic. Um, plus, it's my favorite soundtrack of all time. What about you? Any m- movies for you? The Rambo movies. Uh, oh, fucking Cobra. Cobra with Stallone is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. It's a really Weird bad movie, but in the best way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, just basically anything from the 80s is just a shoe-in for me. Uh, the Star Wars movies, especially the, the original trilogy. Yeah. Uh, hmm. it, it, that's the thing, because there's so many. There's so many I like. Uh, yeah, yeah. there's a lot I like, too, but they, they are all... Most of them are from the uh, 80s and 90s. Uh, House Party. Hmm. House Party, another one of my favorites. Juice with Tupac Shakur, one of my favorites. Last night, my wife and I watched this movie called Spree, um, which Ooh. stars Joe Keery, who plays Steve in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Only in this movie, it's all... It's one of those, like, movies where it's all shot... Like, you're not, you're not supposed to think there's a movie camera. So all of it is, like, webcams and stuff. And it's this oh. really... It's this really... It's kind of a weird but fun movie where this kid who really wants to go viral on the internet... He's a he's essentially a Lyft or Uber driver, but it's it's called Spree in the movie. He sets up cameras all over his car and uses his phone, and he literally goes on a rampage, killing people. And, 
Now it's it's not, it, that sounds better than the movie actually is because the movie is good, but the there's a that shock took a swift left turn. Yeah, there's a shock value that I wish was more prominent in the movie. But just seeing fucking Steve from Stranger Things be a fucking psycho, as it was good, it was a lot of fun. So I it was it came out in 2020, but I, I didn't even know about it till recently. So that was kind of fun. Um, wow. All right, hold on, I'm, gonna, I'm going forward in here. Um, okay. Let's see. Oh, was it really Mar- Mario? A Biohazard and Sepultura opened on the Far Beyond tour. God damn, that would have been a fucking great show. But I missed it. Wow, I missed a lot of good shows back in the day because I, honestly, when I was for for, it's not just when I was younger. It's been most of my life. I I, I love seeing live bands, but I hate going to shows because I don't like a lot of the people at shows because I don't <laughs> like I don't care about mosh pits. Um, I'm okay with the crowd kind of, you know, undulating moving. or whatever and moving and they're being, you know, jumping or whatever. But there are always people that just want to fucking ruin everything. And I never have a good time. <laughs> and when I was that young, sort of when, when I was younger, for some reason, I guess because I looked like everyone could just kick my ass. So I was always the doorway. So if people were trying to get through the crowd, they would see me and yeah. go, that guy. And they would just fucking push through me. And so I got to the point where I'm like, I don't want to go to fucking shows anymore. And now, like, I guess I, I, I guess I look a little more like you may, you may not want to fuck with me, but that's, I mean, you could literally just blow me and I'll and, and not blow me, but <laughs> you could literally, literally with, but never mind. <laughs> a, a breeze could just knock me over as I'm, as I was going to say, not being blown. No, that's not, not into that. It shows either, but, um, Anyway, oh, speak classic for yourself. Um, Tombstone, <laughs> Tombstone's a good movie too. I agree with all that. Um, I'm trying to go through. God damn, there's a lot of. Uh, um, Joshua Harrison says Clerks is my favorite movie too. Anything by Kevin Smith is gold. I agree. Um, one of my favorite Kevin Smith movies is a movie that most people don't like, which is called Tusk. Um, I think it's one of the best movies he's ever made because it's fucking weird and fun, and I love weird fun movies. That's that's a that's a um, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Classic rock, rock junkie Indiana Jones. Um, I love the Indiana Jones movies. I'm curious about this new Indiana Jones movie because there's a. Hmm. It's not. I don't think it's got Shia LaBeouf in it anymore. I think it's just old man Indiana Jones, which I'm actually wow. down for that. Have you noticed that there's become a trend now where people really want to see old men fight people? Yeah. Like there's all yeah. sorts of like, I'm an older man, but I'm going to fight you kind of movie. And I, I'm here for it. Like, so I'm, yeah. I'm great with that. But I was like, yeah, if, you know, uh, Harrison Ford is like, what, 90 now? But whatever. He can, he can fight yeah. people. Hell, there was a new Rambo movie like three years ago. That's, oh, that's that the was, only one. Did I, you see that one? I haven't seen that one. It's the only one I haven't seen. I've it, seen, it, the, I've seen f- Four. I, I fuck fuck Sylvester Stallone for making that movie. He completely because literally even the, the 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 sort of reboot Rambo movie he did in the early two thousands that was fun, not great, yeah. but a lot of fun. This other Rambo movie, it might as well not even be a Rambo movie. It's the same. It's oh, just it's real? just like when Sylvester Stallone made Judge Dredd, but then didn't want to wear the helmet through most of the fucking movie. And so it's, yeah. <laughs> this is what it's like Rambo, but it's, it's like a, he just wrote some other movie and just said I would just call this Rambo. Because it's, it's literally the most un-Rambo movie of any movie. It's really 
it's really not very good. Is, but whatever. is it just lacking in in the action department, or is it just it's action story? A guy that actually seems like Rambo. There's no. There's yeah. none of that. It's literally a a fa- uh, like. It's kind of like a a father whose daughter gets into trouble story. Then it is. Which, so which, just, which, which commando? They already did, you know, Schwarzenegger already did that. Quit fucking around. Yeah. Just sounds like a shitty version of Taken. <laughs> yeah. 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 Speaking, speaking uh, of old men fighting people, that's another thing. Yeah. My anyway. Liam, I would not pick a fight with Liam Neeson. That is a guy who I would just, yeah. He could beat you up with his like, dick, apparently. He's, you know, I've, heard yeah. I've heard it's large. <laughs> Don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Thrash Metal Family. Now we're talking about movies. What's your favorite movie directed or starring Spike Lee? Has Spike Lee ever starred in a movie? Um, his my favorite. Uh, Do the right thing. Mm. I love Spike Lee's movies. Do the right thing's great. Um, that's really hard. I really like Twenty uh, Fifth Hour. That was a fun one that he did. Um, I I really enjoyed the last movie he did, um, which was called. Uh, was it Five Bloods? I think it was called, um, and it was about like these these Vietnam veteran friends who who reunite years later, um, and uh, and it's it to me it was a fucking great movie. It's just one of those movies that are like I, I walked out of it going fuck. I was not ready to feel all the things I felt in that movie. <laughs> but that's <laughs> but that's Spike Lee. Um, Yep, Joe Blow Bonobo. This job would be great if it wasn't for the people. I, I, get, I get, and you know, I'm, 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 me and Randall are the same person a lot of time. Although I think with Clerks, I'm more Dante is more like me. I'm kind of a combo of the two, really. Um, yeah. Let's see. It's it, it is hot in my room here, man. I don't. I feel like I'm That's doing way, way more talking than normally. Well, yeah, I've. I will say here, it got to. Like a couple days into September here, and the fucking temperature just dropped. Yeah, it's it's gone from like unbearably hot to really quite cold. Let's see what's the temperature right here where I am today in Houston, Texas. Right now it is ninety four degrees, which for you is like one hundred and twenty. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> what? No, it's not. It's not. What is it over there? Ninety four. I don't know. Hey, wait. 94 degrees. Here's where we do Fahrenheit. math. Everybody listen to Eddie do oh, math. Shit. Everybody listen to Eddie do math. All right. So 94 degrees Fahrenheit is 34.4 degrees Celsius, which is, that is hot. Uh, so what is, let's, let's have a quick look here. We're learning about the world. Uh, I bet you people that joined in on this live stream, you never thought you'd be learning things, but now we're going to learn things while we're doing this. Let's have a look here. Let's, um, I'm just going to, I'm just going to. Mr. Immortal asks favorite thrash metal vocalist for me. It's Eric AK from Flotsam and Jetsam. Eric AK is fucking great. Um, but Phil Rind is my favorite thrash metal vocalists. Um, I think I've said that a lot. Do you have a favorite thrash metal vocalist, Sir Edward? Favorite thrash vocalist. Uh, for frontman ability, James Hetfield. But for, yeah. like, badass vocalsness is probably Chuck Billy from Testament. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, so what is 12 degrees 
Celsius in Fahrenheit. This is this is the real show right here. This is it okay, right so, now. So it's it, for you in Fahrenheit. It is fifty three degrees here. God damn it! Is, I hate you. Yeah, that's so. It, well, it, it is it is nighttime over here now. So oh, I guess that's. So, true. I mean, this. But even the over here, nighttime down. over here, we're lucky to get seventies right now. So I mean, hmm. anyway, um, <laughs> let, let's see. Um, I'm trying to. I'm going through these. Where are we? Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Okay, now, ladies. Yeah. Now, we're going to break this thing down here. Now, don't make me break this thing down for nothing. What does he say there? Um, Give me some sugar. I am your neighbor. Yeah. Um, That's such a strange song, but I love it. Yes, Joshua Harrison. I did see Red State by Kevin Smith, and I also really love that one. Um, Not as much as Tusk, because uh, Tusk was just a really fucking weird surprise. And I love, I love that. Oh, spe- yeah, I, w- I was going to mention this show, Old Man Fighting. Check out the old man with Jeff Bridges. Yeah, he's like he legit <laughs> seems elderly in that show, but he kicks some ass. That fucking show rules. Um, I'm all about plus, I, plus I'm all about Jeff Bridges. That dude fucking rules. Let's see. All right. 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 All yeah. <laughs> there's, there's all kinds of comments. I love that. I love that that you guys are engaged in this. Um, what is this? What does this mean right here? Which D A W gets the Crankton Ring Seal? What's D A W? What is it's that? A digital audio workstation. That's what do we record with? Like, oh, you know, we record. I re- I think I you use Logic Pro, right? I use the uh, professional version of what Oldhead uses. That is Logic Pro, and GarageBand is uh, but it's basically Logic Pro Lite. <laughs> yeah, I use I use a uh, Logic Pro. Um, um, here's an interesting question. No, I don't use Logic. I use I use GarageBand. Sorry, I was reading while I was talking. I'm not good was, at this live stream just, type stuff. I was just letting you have your moment there. <laughs> um, Vincent Doyle says, if Metallica stopped after Cliff died, would we still be talking about them today? Uh, probably. Probably not as much because they wouldn't be the biggest metal band hmm. in the world. But we would still be talking about them. I saw. I keep. I keep finding just because you know I'm such a big Metallica fan that I just every interview that I can listen to or watch, whether it's back in the day or now or whatever, and I, I've done it. And I you piece together like you know as much as you can in your in your brain. And there's been so many interviews back then and more recently, even even in the early 2000s, where they talk about Cliff or Cliff talks about. All this music that is so not metal that he's trying to get the guys to listen to and that he wants them to make. And so it even yeah. it, it further drives home my opinion that if Cliff had not died, the Black Album would have been their next album. They would have mm. not done Injustice for All. He would have led them down the path of making things that more accessible because he was the dude that was into all of that stuff. And, yeah. and, I, and I love how people romanticize him like he's ultimate metal. He never would have made these albums. Now he probably would have made them earlier. He probably would have cut his hair first. He probably would mm. have pushed them even more so down like country music and shit like that. Um, so but that's just an opinion. But that is a well-informed opinion from a dude that will literally, you know, take in any kind of Metallica information I can every day of my life. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. I think 
I think if it was if it wasn't gonna be justice, it would be some sort of hybrid of the two. But I, it, I it definitely would have gotten slower and yeah, probably more melodic and maybe a little poppy. Who the fuck knows? Um, hmm. these are the kind of conversations that we uh, that we have sometimes, folks. Always about Metallica or random other shit. Um, grunge metal HD. Fuck, I just got here. How did I forget? I don't know, man. How did you? Well, forget? there's. You we can, have plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're not in a hurry to leave, but we'll also you can replay this later for what you missed. Um, mm-hmm. let's see. This is a good one. <clears throat> Joe Blow Bonobo is uh, is very uh, active today, and I love it. Any further forward? Any are you any further forward in visiting each other and perhaps doing a live stream in the same location? <laughs> um, honestly, like I, one of us has traveled to America before. Well, I mean, I live here. Um, I have not. <laughs> I have not traveled anywhere really ever. Um, a mm. few, a few places close by to where I live, but I, me traveling somewhere, there's so much logistically that has to be taken care of. Um, yeah, family issues, dog issues. I have four dogs. Um, and, um, money and time, all of those things. Um, so really like it would be more likely that Eddie would come over here. Um, and if he does, he's welcome to stay at my home, but, um, you can, you can even make a, uh, make a trip with your, with your lady and then and come here and, and stay at my house. Um, Hell yeah. but yeah, it's, that <laughs> seems, that seems like a thing for both of us. We both have pretty busy lives and, um, planning, yeah, planning something like that is, is, uh, pretty far off but you know yeah probably 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 in like season six we'll do like a crossover episode what's the what <laughs> season are we on now <laughs> we're, we're, we're in we're in season three we're in season three. Oh, okay all right I, i'm we're, okay with that we're in the latter end of season three too because season four begins in january i'm just treating the years like seasons yeah so classic yeah. rock junkie just, says should do this more often well yeah i, I we, we maybe we will Maybe we will. Yeah. Uh, also, GNR gets talked about after minimal albums released. Yeah, but like Appetite was massive, whereas like I think Metallica's like early output was largely yeah. underground until you know the Black Album hit. Oh yeah, because if you're talking about Master of Puppets, Master of Puppets sold several hundred thousand copies when it came out. Appetite for Destruction sold millions of copies, so yeah, there's that's that's a little bit different. Um, now, legacy wise, Metallica's legacy probably still would have grown, and they'd still be a yeah. huge influence. But yeah, um, Andrew Hall asks, um, "Justice is my favorite album." Is that disrespectful to Cliff? No, no, because I'm assuming you like the other ones too. That's the thing that I think kind of sucks is that um, people out there feel like they need to qualify things. And yeah. like, it's like, you don't like, um, if, 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 if an album is your favorite album, then that's fine. But you know, you're not shitting on the other albums. Although some people like to do that, which still blows my mind to this day that so many people, there's two bands in particular that this occurs with, and both are bands I really love Metallica and kiss. You post something hmm. about Metallica or kiss. It's almost like people can't wait to let you know that they don't like it. Like, yeah. I don't like this. I have to let you know I don't like this. And it's like, well, do, do, at the end of the day, <laughs> nobody fucking cares. Yeah. Like, it's just like, 
Validate I, my opinion as I type this from my basement. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me because, like, people post shit I don't like all the time, and I don't jump on to go, this is crap, I don't like this, because I know that it doesn't matter. Plus, I'm ruining their experience, and what kind of a human being are you if that's what you're drawn to do? Like, I can't hmm. just let somebody post this and say they like it. I have to let them know that only the first three albums are any good. And it's like, well, you're clearly not a very nice person, and so I don't care what you think. Um, sorry, but I got serious for yeah. a second. Um, there, there's okay. I have an opinion on this. Thoughts on the price of the new GNR User Illusion Deluxe box set? Um, so I haven't. Here's my here's my thing. I'm not going to get the box set because that's a lot of money for. They're not one of my favorite bands, but I do love those albums. But mm-hmm. right now, I don't even think I'm going to get the reissued vinyl because I don't know if you've seen but they literally replace November rain with a new version of November rain with live, live strings and stuff on it instead of synthesizer strings. And I want the original. I know. So it's like it. So literally Axl Rose is pulling a fucking George Lucas or whatever. And he's just like special edition November rain. And I'm like, nobody asked for that shit. Put it on yeah. as a bonus if, track. I, I, I appreciate exactly. I appreciate But literally, no. It's literally, if you look at the track listing of the vinyl, special vinyl reissue on like, you know, quadruple vinyl or whatever, um, Nove- all their songs are normal except November Rain, new version. And I'm like, no, thanks. Um, it's like when a it's like when a band uh, does a greatest hits album and they'll put on like a, a shittily recorded live version of one of the songs that's one of the bigger songs and it's like no yeah <laughs> I want the studio I want the fucking studio version dude yeah like I, I I've never understood replacing things that people love with updated versions of them and just complete like that's the reason I brought up George Lucas is the fact that. I want to be able to watch the old versions of these movies and you can't, you mm. have to watch updated versions. And I'm like, well that then fuck, then you're saying fuck you to your old school fans. And, uh, maybe I don't care to watch your shit anyway. Mm. Um, where are we, where are we, where are we here? Yeah, we need, we need to catch up here. What, what we got, uh, thoughts on Satan, the band I've, I've not really, I'll be honest. I haven't heard any, uh, uh so I need to, yeah. Yeah. I, need, I, need I don't to have anything check them to out. Uh, th- where, where are we at? Uh, what, what is the favorite? Kawabunga oh. says, here's an interesting question. Who is the hip hop version of Metallica? So it would have to be a hip hop group. The, the Wu-Tang clan. Um, like who's, who's a really, a group of, of hip hop musicians who are hugely popular. Or, or, you know, the, the biggest, I guess, you know, Metallica is the most successful, band in its genre um so who is the biggest who is the best-selling hip-hop group uh hip-hop group fuck i don't know um is it would it be the beastie boys the beastie boys had the first (laughs) number one hip-hop album i think um but i don't know that because because i'm I'm looking i'm looking at it as a group because if you're obviously if you're talking about any hip-hop artist I mean, I don't know who's, is it Jay-Z? Like who's, who, I don't know who sells a lot of copies of stuff and have continued yeah. to put out stuff that people think is relevant. Um, I, I suppose as well, um, Metallica pioneered a subgenre. So, so it would have to be who, like a pioneer fucking run. Let's do run DMC then. I don't know. They've yeah. run, run DMC aren't, aren't putting out new music that people are clamoring to buy though. 
That's so, true. Like it's really so interesting. they have to they have to have pioneered a genre of hip hop, be a group, still be putting out stuff and that, you know, is relevant. And I don't know, to be fair. Yeah, I have no idea. That's an interesting yeah. question though. Um all right, here we go. Hmm. Oh, what what we got here? Uh, if you want to read, let, let me know. Read out their name if you want me to highlight something because I'm I'm kind uh, of I don't know where you are in the list of comments. We have a lot of comments, and this is great, everybody. I love le- it. I love it. The legacy, the legacy of heavy metal says, "Hey guys, what would your choice be if the big four gets converted into the big five? Overkill, Testament, or Exodus? You decide." I'm gonna throw my hand right in and say Testament. Because I, Testament, yeah, I I feel take the best of every band in the Big Four and do it as a a single unit. Like they've got the best of everything. Yeah. Um. So they are like the ultimate all rounder sampler of the sounds of the extremes of the Big Four. You yeah. know. Um. I I, I yeah I I, uh, I would put them in there. Yeah, I absolutely agree with with Testament going in there because I think somebody from somebody from that second wave would go in there because that you're t- you know because the big four is is basically made up of four of the most popular um, and longest yeah. running, which Slayer are not running anymore, but they were for a very long time. But Exodus have never been hugely popular, and neither have Overkill. Testament mm-hmm. though got fairly big. In the late 80s and early 90s, and they've continued to put out albums that a lot of people really like. So I, um, I would put them in there. Um, yeah, and I mean it's it's mm. an it's an interesting conversation. I just uh, the it's uh, but once again you, you're, we're moving on to like second wave or what people call second wave. Um, Stevan Delgiv, um, but that Saint Anger snare though. Tired of hearing that. I'm absolutely tired of hearing that. There, there's. Uh, no, no offense to anybody out there if this if this is you, but t- to me that is like basic bitch metalhead comments. That's literally yeah. like showing up and saying, "Hey, fellow metalheads, what about that snare?" And it's like, <laughs> great, because um, honestly, yeah. I, don't, I, I the snare this when the album first came out, the snare was not a thing that bothered me. I actually heard it and went, "That's an interesting choice. It sounds almost like industrial or something." Um, hmm. it was that I didn't think the songs were as good at first. Um, but as anybody that's been listening to us knows that album has grown with me over the years to now, I almost feel like it's a personal attack when people talk about St. Anger. Cause I'm like, no, sorry, I'm not going to, that's like a kid that I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Metallica is not taking care of that kid well enough. So I've taken on and adopted that kid. And now I'm just yeah. like, you don't fucking talk shit about my kid. He's been through enough. Um, I, my, uh, my thoughts on St. Anger are as follows. I think it was a necessary chapter in the band's history. Yep. It's one of the most interesting chapters in the band's career, too. Ex- exactly. Arguably the most, because it's just so insane. And it gave us the wonderful documentary, Some Kind of Monster. Yep. So if St. Anger had to happen for some kind of monster to happen, hell yeah. Because at the end I, of the day... I love them more because they made St. Anger. That's as far as yeah. I can go with that. Um, uh, it's, you know, it's still my least favorite album of theirs, but I don't talk nearly the amount of shit on it as I used to. Yeah. I just, you know, I give it like a yearly listen and, you know, I kind of remind myself of, you know what, this is what it is and I'm in the mood for it right now. 
Um, but if I'm going to reach for Metallica, it likely won't be St. Anger. Yeah. I mean, I, I love it, though. I reach for it all the time. Um, I'm going A cultured through. man's response. <laughs> Let's see. You are a cultured man. Yes. Um, yes, so I Guitar <laughs> Jams and Beyond says, I still think Risk is a better album than St. Anger, sonically, metal or not, original mix. So I, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, yep. Risk I enjoy, is awesome. I, I enjoy St. Anger more than Risk, but if somebody said, what is the better produced album and pre- as a presentation, Risk is great. That original mix of Risk, it's great. It's, there, there are some songs on there that, it's, that still I, I'm not 100% behind. But um, I really like it. Once again, I like that Megadeth did that album. Um, mm. So yeah, that was that was when they were still taking risks. Ah, uh, 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 yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it, Legacy of Heavy Metal. How do you guys rank the big four of British thrash metal? Onslaught, Sabat, um, Acid Rain, and Sabat. <laughs> there's there was two, there was two Sabats there. Um, I, uh, let's, I'm going to take out that second bot. I'm going to put slammer in there. Um, I'm assuming you meant Zentrix. Um, so <laughs> I, I would put, I, I think the biggest out of those guys was probably Zentrix, right? They probably had the most, the highest profile out of all of those bands. Um, but acid rain is my favorite and slammer is my second favorite. Then probably Zentrix. Um, when it comes to Onslaught and Sabat, both of those, or Sabbath, I don't know how you say it, but um, both of those bands have albums that I like and other albums that I go, eh, it's fine, whatever. Um, so I don't even really know. Um, I, I'll put Reanimator in my uh, in my top four uh, <laughs> British thrash bands. Um, Mr. Mr. British guy over here doesn't really know a lot of those bands, so we need to I, educate him. I, I love Acid Rain. Yeah, you would fucking love Zentrix. I, I, I'm yeah, telling I've, you right now because they because they also were a band. I literally just got their their third album, Kin. They released it on vinyl, a music on vinyl version, and I got that. I'm yeah. so excited because Kin is their black album. So they did like a thrashy album, a more sort of proggy one, and then they made where well, they tried to be a little bit more accessible and a little bit more slower and heavier. And they fucking, it's great. Zentrix are a great band. Nice. Um, I've heard a little bit of uh, For Whose Advantage. I thought it was really cool. Oh, For Whose Advantage is a killer album. Uh, yeah. So, but the only other thing <laughs> I wanted to do on this, uh, on this live stream before, we're not going to go. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go until we can't go anymore, until you know, people start leaving. Um, on the last episode of Cranked and Ranked, I believe it was the last episode, we talked about doing a Patreon and would anybody be interested in paying for a Patreon where we did exclusive stuff for a Patreon? Um, hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this first. <clears throat> Joe blow Bonobo acid rain did themselves no favors because they had a sense of humor 30 years later. That is much more appreciated. I feel. Yeah. I, to a point, I agree with you. The thing that annoys me about acid rain is because they had a sense of humor as a band. I've actually heard people who own Acid Rain albums do videos on YouTube where they go, these these old albums, the lyrics were all kind of jokey. And if you go back and pay attention, there are no joke lyrics. 
There are zero mm. joke lyrics, unless you're talking about the you never know when the nibbles will strike. Nibbles if, will strike. It's, it's, it's nibbles, but I mean, you know, um, that that or how they ended obnoxious with kind of a funny track. But lyrically speaking, it's all serious. Um, and so, Humanoia. yeah, it's all yeah. he, like like H has never written a joke song. Um, I mean, maybe he has, but not like joke lyrics for Acid Rain. So, um, so yeah, it's just one of those things where it gets kind of annoying to me. Anyway, back to the Patreon thing. Um, we asked if anybody would be interested in, if we did a Patreon. I got one response, and I wanted to read it just because I figured I might as well give give some love to somebody that wrote in. Um, this is from uh, from Dan D. Um, I don't know what the D stands for. D's nuts, I think it stands for. <laughs> um, hey! Um, his email said, Hey, old head, figure I'd drop you a line. Uh, was listening to you in Eddie's obituary podcast. I would totally be down to pay for extra content. I love you in Eddie's dynamic for Cranked and Ranked. It's my favorite podcast to listen to. Always has me laughing at some point, too, with your guys' dialogue. Cheers, Dan. So I wanted to read that out because, like, that's the only response I got about the Patreon thing. Um, and we, I would be down for doing it, but mm. it would have to be worth our while. Because Hell, we, we made nine quid from this. <laughs> yeah. So, we, yeah. so, but, um, yeah, but I just figured that, like, you know, we're having an ongoing discussion about it, but we need more input from you guys out there. Um, so even if you're not commenting now on it if you're watching this later or listening to it you can drop me a line at oldheadpodcast at gmail.com and let me know um because i think once we get to a point where we feel like we would have enough people to where it kind of warrants us taking all this extra time because it takes a lot of time to we have to schedule when we're going to do stuff then we have to edit stuff and put stuff out and it's um for those of us you know because we don't we don't make a living off of youtube we uh we have jobs and i have a family we're trying to (laughs) oh I i would fucking love to um, yeah. Well, look, we got here from T. Keat. Um, uh, count me in for a Patreon subscriber. Thank you very much. Sweet. So it's a conversation that we're having. So obviously, I had to throw it out there on the live stream. I got to get water. I'm lo- Can you hear me losing my voice a little bit? Yeah, you sound a little hoarse. Nay. Nee. Um, <laughs> so now, so all right. That, so we've run out of steam. So no. Oh. <laughs> Um, anybody else have any, did I miss anything for, for questions or anything? I don't know. Um, um, oh yes. Uh, what's happening? Uh, Witch master asked, how about typo negative would absolutely, uh, cranked and ranked or any other of, yeah. Apologies. If you answered the question, no, we didn't actually, that would be a fun thing to cover. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm, I'm not, I'm. I'm not a huge typo negative fan, but it's only because I, I haven't really dived into their stuff because I ha- I bought Bloody Kisses when it came out back in the 90s and I loved it. Yeah. Um, but I never dug any deeper, probably because when you put an asshole on your album covers, I probably not going to buy or <laughs> listen to that album. That That's a good way to get me to not buy anything as I'm just like, oh, well, I mean, you're clearly telling me, Stephen, you don't want to listen to this. So, um, <laughs> Joe Blow Bonobo says, uh, will you stop wasting time and start an industrial band together, please? I mean, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie wants to do music. So, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll have to do something. Fuck it. Let's 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 do this. 
Nine we'll, Inch Nuts. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do a combo stuff. Maybe we, we got to do something as good as the Northern Boys, that thing that I sent to you today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Northern Boys, you guys got to hear that it's fucking like old British guys rapping, but it's really yeah. good. And their song's called yeah. Party Time. Um, it's party time. Get your drugs out. If you want to make love, get your muffs out. It's, uh, it's great. Um, Hell yeah. Anyway, uh, let's see. Guitar jams and beyond. What about a blood and semen album cover? I'm perfectly fine with blood and semen. Um, I'm not okay with bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with the product of it. Just not the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if it was a pile of shit, I'd be, I'd feel the same way. I'd be like, no, I'm not going to listening to this, to this album. Thanks. Um, but you know, blood and cum is cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what, what, that's life yeah, right there. Well, that's literally the essence of life. <laughs> Blood and cum, maybe pour some water on it too. That is the, yeah. the essence of life right there. Sorry if there's is, any kids watching. I just said some dirty things there, but whatever. Uh, I was going to say, I've always had this question, and I don't know if I ever got it confirmed because I've completely forgotten if I had an answer for it or not. Reload. Is reload blood and urine? I or, yeah, I think it is blood and urine. Right. Okay. Because because you know I was I always knew what load was, but reload w- was always like hang about. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's not come. <laughs> Jimmy Page says this um, is my favorite podcast too. So if there were episodes that I had to pay for, I'd go for that. Okay. Well, thank you. We don't we don't know okay. if we, I mean clearly we would keep doing the show the way we do it because I don't want to start charging people for the things that we already do because that seems yeah weird I feel like I feel like episodes would always be free I feel like we'd always keep the episodes free uh, it may be like uh, I don't I don't know it might be uh, I mean we'll have to we'll have to formulate something. But like maybe a music project or something could be cool. Yeah, we make like an exclusive EP you can only access via Patreon or something like that. That could that could be fun. Tom Thurston says down for Patreon as well. That's great. Um, guitar jams and beyond. Maybe just personalized video requests should be charged. Oh yeah, possible. To to be yeah. completely honest, if there was a way for me to put out whatever content I wanted, like including music and whatever else, then I would be doing a lot more shit. I would already be doing a Patreon. Um, but in order to post videos on Patreon, you have to use YouTube or some other service that will copyright claim shit that you put out. So, um, yeah, but I did read that there's going to be an update to YouTube where they're actually going to start working in like actual music that you can use and they'll, I think there's going to be a list that you can go to. And I'm, and I'm talking about like legit, you know, real, real, real music by <laughs> bands and artists and stuff. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. I think that's supposed to happen next year. So we'll see what happens there. Um, let's see. Chris Heathcote says it would be funny if you guys recorded Record Roulette as a song together. Have you, have you, I don't know if Eddie's been watching Record Roulette, but that's my. I have. I did, have. A, did, I like it. Did you hear the remix to the Record Roulette theme song in the last episode? Uh, I think, I, I think I still need to watch that one because yeah. I've just, I've just heard da, 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 Record Roulette, that one. Yep. I'm very proud of that. Yeah. Um, Joe Blow yeah. Bonobo, why doesn't Eddie just do a neurotic OnlyFans? Simple. I know. I've been saying that for I years. Just, I just needed a second opinion. <laughs> Screw it. 
I'm going to go get started right now. Oh, sure. All right. <laughs> He's got the green screen back there. That would be so great if you did an OnlyFans where you did like sexy stuff, but then you had like a green screen behind you showing like random stuff and memes and things like that. <laughs> and you would post all your bloopers too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude. Um, Alice Dare Williams. Yep. Yep. Peanut butter Patreon. Thanks, Alice Dare. Um, Peanut butter Patreon. That That is, that that's good. Chris, Chris Heathcote, Record Relax Remix is funny. And then also Anar Schul, Schulberg, that remix is a beauty. Thank you very much. I, I did a lot. It's it, I, I actually put so much work into both those songs, even though the Record Relax song is literally like two seconds long. But um, <laughs> it, took, it took a lot. Of, I mean, that's real. That's real ass me playing guitar and bass. The drums are just, you know, programmed. But, you know. Yeah. Fuck these things. <laughs> yeah. if we, well, if it's too we, hard to record. If we if we lived in the same city, we would already have a band together. So, you know, that's just oh, yeah. that's just the thing that would happen. Um, let's let's see. This is a, another question here. Guitar jams and beyond. If you could have rhythm from one guitar player and leads from a different one, who would they be and why? Um okay. rhythm, rhythm, three, two, one, James Hetfield. James Hetfield, yeah. Um uh, now, I, I actually, I toyed with the idea of making, like, a, a video series where I would kind of, like, put together fantasy supergroups of, like, bands and, like, try and come up with the sound of them. Yeah. That's a possibility, that's a possible video idea down the line. But one that I've been toying with for the longest time is Pantala Garden. <laughs> okay. So, you've got... Um, you know, you've got the Abbott brothers, you know, Vinnie Paul on drums and obviously Dime on lead guitar. Okay. Right. Jason Newstead and James Hetfield, right? Rhythm guitar and, and bass, then, respectfully. Yeah. And then just throw Chris Cornell in there as well, just as a kick-ass vocalist. And you've got like a serious fucking groove thrash band with an insane singer yeah i mean i would i would go for that have you ever have you ever uh, seen that footage online of james hetfield singing wood with alice and chains yeah yeah it's pretty cool he doesn't sound amazing but you know he's he's giving it his own i mean you it's like it's it's lane had such a unique voice that hearing anybody yeah. even hearing william duvall sing it i kind of go eh, love you but nah it, it's tricky though when you've got someone as distinctive as lane it's right on time oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah oh what? uh let's 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 have a look here oh what's this um we doing tom thurston uh yeah idea, idea for, for a first, first patreon. patreon episode record roulette meets tracklist tournament so well, we wouldn't be able to do it live because what if because of what if like my record roulette pulls some obscure album that he doesn't <laughs> know so it would have to be it pulls it up randomly then i send it to eddie and then he listens yeah. to it and decides which track is the best that's not the the worst idea i've heard it's actually pretty good that could be that could be ver- that could be very fun that would be awesome so um woke t-rex asks how long did it take you to write the lyrics for record roulette um considering that i didn't come up with the idea for record roulette until i was 44 it took me 44 years to write those lyrics Damn, dude. so <laughs> It's your Mona Lisa. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is that is my uh, that is my masterpiece right there. Um, Which master asked, "Would you do an episode on bands that only made one album?" Yeah, yes, we've I, been I, to, we've been in talks about this. That's yeah. gonna be 
we, we're doing a series of episodes called CNR Sidebar, and I think that that would probably fall under that because we wouldn't be ranking them. We would just be chatting about them, uh, which yeah. is which is fine because I don't really want to rank unrelated albums because that seems weird. Uh, yeah. Because, I, I mean, I, obviously I have my opinions and I like one more than the other, but I don't feel like it's really fair to take two albums that are not related and rank them like which one is better. I don't know. Um, but it's not, yeah. it's not a bad idea to talk about some of because the, there's a lot of groups that I really like that did one album. Um, yeah, we, we've been talking about doing an episode on, on grunge one-off albums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, bands that did like one or two releases in like the, the late eighties and possibly into the very early nineties. Yeah. So stuff like temple of the dog, mother, mother love bone, green river, uh, you know, basically all the bands that existed before Pearl Jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, what, what was their, what was their band? Why do I think of the name Malfunction? Was that one of them? Was that a... That's one That's one of them as well. I don't think uh, they put yeah. anything out, though. I don't think Malfunction has a, an album, or do they? They, they, they do. They, they got one, but I think it was released. Oh, and, um, and we forgot one, later. Grudge Metal HD, Have You Done Mad Season? Mad Season is, that once again, that's one album. That's um, going to go in the... the the conversation yeah so this so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do this really quick um joe blow bonobo do either of you like girls against boys i love girls against boys maybe that strays too far from metal i, I don't know if you've noticed but we don't stick to metal um and, and it's fine that you're talking so much um i'm glad that you were here for the for the live stream and that you're excited about it but yeah girls against Hell boys yeah. is great there's there they have an album called uh, house of gvsb that's fucking great but every album they did is good um, I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of girls against boys. They got, they got two bass players and sweet, but like <laughs> I saw, I saw them live in the early two thousands and it's, they're fucking loud. And like, cause one wow. bass is kind of your average sort of bass thing, but the other one is, it's almost, it feels like it's played more like a guitar and it's just yeah. like this big ass fucking thick sound they got. Um, I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Guitar Jams and Beyond, do you have an absolute favorite series you have on YouTube at the moment? Um, I love Record Roulette. It's fun as fuck, and I'm glad people are liking it. Um, what about you? Ooh, I mean, I'm I'm really enjoying making the trackless tournaments that, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually having fun making content again. I, I fell into a bit of a rut where, you know, I'm... The, the editing was taking up so much of my time and the yeah. views didn't feel like that they were, you know, coming together with the amount of workload that I was experiencing. So I, I took a back seat, took some time away and tried to reformulate some content into, you know, just kind of a way that I could make things work. So now I'm getting back to it. I'm going to figure out a way to incorporate the green screen into Trackless Tournament. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just I, I want to get back behind that kit and start filming. But it's just a logistical thing right now. It's like, you know, if I had my mouse over here, I'd be like squinting to look at the computer yeah. all the way over here. And it's like, <laughs> this, I could probably do it, but I'd need like a telescope. <laughs> this is a good one. Jimmy Page. It'd be really cool to see old head appear on some of Eddie's shorter fun videos, too. I think well, that, that's up to that's up to Eddie Sparks. I use I'll record something to be on whatever he does. Yeah, I've we I've been thinking about, you know, we could appear on each other's stuff and, you know, that's that's always open. We've just never never gotten around to it cuz we're we're always doing the podcast. So, uh Yeah. Yeah. 
for for me it's just finding work-life balance and time management i'm just shit at that so yeah <laughs> t Keat. i'm sorry if i'm pronouncing your name wrong keat i don't know um if you can only listen to music from one decade for the rest of your life which decade would it be i may already know eddie's answer i think eddie and i have the same answer and i'm going to make a stipulation here that i will take your decade but I will shift it oh. to halfway through the 80s okay. and into the first half of the 90s. Okay, I agree with that. But if we had to choose an actual decade, I, I would go with the 90s just because the first five <laughs> years has so... And there's other good stuff later on in the 90s too, but yeah, you would be start... Be, be, I mean, I guess technically if it's a decade, do we, does, that, does that mean we start with 91? I'm going to start with 90. Like there's so much great shit yeah. that came out from 90 onwards. If I had to make that kind of decision, I'd go with 90s because it's because not only do I get all that great shit, I get great 90s R&B and hip hop. Um, yeah, true. It's a lot of good, a lot of good shit. That was but that was when I was a teenager. So it's a very important time of my life. The, th- um, the thing for me is, is that, you know, my my favorite era of music is the late 80s and early 90s. But it's a, it's it's just a thing that that transitional time period happens slap bang in the middle of of two decades yeah so like say for me i'd be happy if someone turned around and said okay that's it eddie you're not allowed to listen to anything from uh you know before 84 or after 94 ever again i'd be like yeah i mean okay cool. that's a that's <laughs> a bummer that i'll never hear anything new or or prior to that but you know what that's the best shit yeah so yeah, this is a, I want to get to do this one. Vincent Doyle says, what do you think of the Motley Crue Def Leppard Stadium tour? From what I saw on YouTube, Poison stole a show every night. They kicked ass. I absolutely I, agree. Every time I, I saw footage, that. every time I saw footage of Poison, I'm all like, I just want Poison to come through the town. Fuck the rest of that tour. Because <laughs> I like I like Def Leppard and I love Motley Crue. Um, but I don't really want to see either one of them for some reason, because the way they sound live now. It's not really like doing a lot for me, but Poison yeah. still just fucking sound like Poison. And CC Deville bring is, it. CC Deville has like become such a great. He was a good guitar player back in the day. He got a lot of shit, but now it's like he's so come into his own as who he is as a guitar player that I just love seeing him play now. You know. Yeah, and this is coming from someone wearing a Motley Crue shirt. I I think Poison bring it to this day. You yeah. Know, whereas you know you know it's. It, you could say the same thing about people ragging on Vince Neil that you could about the St. Anger snare. It's just kind of low-hanging fruit at this point. Yeah. People still pay money to go see Vince Neil and Motley Crue, and, you know... That's true. Well, here's... But my problem with it is, like... Because, yeah, I've seen the same footage everyone else has seen, and, and I go, well, he doesn't sound good to the point where I don't want to go see them. But I could have said that on their farewell tour. I thought he didn't sound mm-hmm. good. But, but that's just my that's just yeah. my opinion is that I don't think it sounds good. I'm not going to pay to go see them. What what makes people really shitty people is the fact that they all feel the need to make a video where they make fun of mm. Vince Neil. So I'm just like, I feel I we as a, yeah. as, a as a as a human race we we, we should have evolved past that by now. <laughs> it's like because p- clearly if if people weren't paying to go see them, they wouldn't be touring nope no but they they've had one of the most successful tours in a long time with this and so people are still having fun 
So who gives a shit? And so it's just like, I'm not going to go see it. But um, but to, but yeah, to, for that comment. Yeah. Poison. I just want poison to come through here. Um, they did a show with like L.A. Guns and some other bands. And, I, and I'm just like, oh, that would be fun. Um, I'd love yeah. to see that. Um, Tom Thurston says, have you discussed seriously using a potential Patreon to earn enough for one of you to visit the other in person? <laughs> Let's just start like, like a Kickstarter campaign. It'll be like, yeah. raise money for Ed and Ed. Eddie's, Eddie's plane tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll start that pretty soon. Um, all right, let me see. Come on. All right. A lot, man, I, love, I love all this action. This is great. Yes. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, not answer this question, but I'm going to answer it by not answering it. Um, Guitar Jams and Beyond, last question. Sorry for being so talkative. Do you have a favorite Testament album? Cheers. You should go listen to the Cranked and Ranked episodes we did on Testament, and you will find out what our favorite Testament albums are. Also, I've, yes. I've talked about mine a lot on my channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what's this one? Tom, Tom Thurston, would a Cranked and Ranked, the 2010s, be a worthy episode since so little good music came out that decade? <laughs> Uh, I mean, we're, I think we'd still do, um, individual years. Um, yeah. We're, I mean, we're, we're planning on eventually getting to like Slipknot and I'm sure we'll get to bands like Gojira and stuff like that. So yeah, we'll, we'll we're going to get to some of those bands. There's still killer stuff that comes out now. You just have to look Mastodon, harder. We got to do them. Yeah, one day. Indeed. It's, uh, you know, like. Rock since, you know, the 2000s and it, through the 2010s and even to now, it, it's kind of having something of a resurgence, but it was pushed, uh, the hard edge stuff was pushed underground. Yeah. And I think that kind of did it some good because, you know, you've got some bands now that are really unique, thriving. Yeah. You've got a glut of samey stuff because, oh, yeah. you know, the accessibility of recording music has become such that you can record from your bedroom. Um, the problem is, you know, 20,000 other scene kids in your state did the exact same thing. So, you know, <laughs> there's only so many times you can go, like, and then just, and just, just throw in some sweet picking in there just to you yeah. know, make people happy. Um, <laughs> Davey B would love to see a Steely Dan Crankton rank. They have an amazing discography. Um, I think I know. Fuck like, it. I think I know one Steely Dan song. Is Let's it do it. Are you really Go in dark. Is that them? <laughs> I was going to get copyrighted there with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Hold on. Here we go. Um, Thrash Metal Family, yeah. sorry for not paying much attention, but have you guys done any album episodes for the years 1992 or 93 yet? I think we did 92 already, right? We've we've done 92. We have yet to do 93. We'll get around. We'll get around to 93 pretty soon. Cool. Uh, what else we got here? Jens Bauman, uh, Hot Water Music episode of Cranked and Ranked, underrated band in my opinion. Um, I once it, uh, they're they're like Clutch, where their first few albums, I'm like, oh, they were so good, and I saw them on one of their early tours, but then they just got way too poppy and repetitive, so I just I kind of checked out. Um, but they they did some mm. really great shit early on. For in, it, that's obviously just in my opinion. Um, Joe Blow Bonobo, best show ever made. I'm going with the Shield. Um, I've never watched the Shield. 
I've been meaning to watch The Sopranos to, to answer Anna Schelberg. Uh, Schelberg? I, I hope that's right. Um, Where's that one? Uh, it's a little further up, but the... Oh. the yeah. yeah, The Sopranos. Yeah, there we go. Um, I, I, I didn't make it through The Sopranos. I To be completely honest, I didn't watch it when it originally came out, and I've gotten to the point now where movies and TV shows about that era or that region of mafia is so annoying now (laughs) where I'm just like, (laughs) we don't need any more of those. No more of those. Um, I don't know what the best TV show ever made. What did you, what's your favorite TV show? I don't, it's hard for me to (sighs) even think of that. I think if we're talking like modern day golden age of like, you know, binge television, I don't think you can go wrong with Breaking Bad. I think that show fucking ruled. Um, I still need to watch Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul is great. I've seen all of it except for the most recent season because I'm waiting for it to be on Netflix or something. But yeah, it's a great show too. I would honestly say I think I probably like Better Call Saul more than Breaking Bad. Um, Wow, that's high praise. It's really good. That's, Um, damn. But like I like like when TV shows started to get really noticeable for me, like in the early 2000s and stuff, um, my yeah. favorite from back then was Six Feet Under, um, the HBO show. Five no, more life, breathe. <laughs> not Can that you one. Pay the rope, the body just twitches there. You know I got to do it. I know. <laughs> um, but Six Feet Under is a great show. Um, and then uh, and of course. That immediately leads me to Dexter. I really liked Dexter. Even the last season, the last couple seasons they did of Dexter that weren't as good. Doesn't matter. I liked the character enough to where I really enjoyed the show. That's um, one I always wanted to, and I just never got around to. It's and fun I am going to at some point. It's absolute fun. And the and the guy that plays Dexter, who's also in Six Feet Under, that guy, um, that guy's great. Um, recently, though, television wise, I gotta say, like the best television i'm seeing right now is all on hulu it's all coming from like fx the fx network in america and being shown on hulu um there's a show that just came out called the bear and the bear is like a kind of a it's a drama but it's 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 not it's it's kind of a dark comedy drama about yeah. working in a small restaurant in chicago is it chicago um and it's and it's so stressful at times but it's basically about this guy who's like a really great chef coming in to take over this restaurant from his brother who died. And it's just one of these. And so I think it's only like six or eight episodes that's out. So, and then that was it. The first season has come and gone, but it is absolutely great. It was one of the coolest shows I've seen in a long time. And there's another show on Hulu called Reservation Dogs, which is um, all about these Native American kids who live on a reservation in America and um it's just so well done and so enjoyable. Mm. There's all these really great shows that are just like coming out um oh Davy B says the bear is due in the UK next month. I absolutely uh, I, I absolutely um uh suggest that everybody watch it cuz it is like it's so it's so good but it will at times make you feel stressed out. And then you'll and then you'll find yourself laughing while you're stressed out. <laughs> but it's a great it's a great show. Um, Beer Maniac Thirty One. Hello, sir. Hello, everyone. Greetings from France. Bonjour. Where they make the fries and the and the dip and the all those things and the, and the toast escargot and the toast. <laughs> um, um, 
Oh, I was I was just going to say uh, in in terms of like you know TV shows. Yeah, tell you one. It's a bit old school, but I binged through the entire thing in like a couple of months. Quantum Leap. Fucking love oh. that show. Okay. Yeah. They did. I think yeah. they just started a new Quantum Leap too. Um, I don't know. Yeah, anything but I, about I, it, I love. I love Scott Bakula as as you know. Uh, it's just such a such a good show. Uh, yeah. Knight Rider and Miami Vice are also old school shows I like to watch. I want them to put Miami Vice somewhere for me to stream because right now you got to pay for it to watch it, and I haven't seen it since I was a kid. So I would like to watch it again. I have the uh, DVD box set because oh. I'm. I, I'm. I would tell you to send it to me, but it's probably not my region, <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to play it over here anyway. Yeah. Um, I got. I got to figure that. Does anybody out there know? It, it, I'm gonna. This is a, one of those things where I'm just gonna use this as a platform to get some suggestions. Um, I have a uh, a VHS that Mordred put out in the '90s, but mm. it was only put out in the UK, and it's only the UK region. And I have. I don't oh. know. I don't know how. Because I, I can hook up my v, my VCR to my computer, and I can transfer stuff over, but I don't know how to change the signal in order to watch mm. it here. Cause it's all just scrambly shit. Um, if anybody knows listening to the podcast, watching this on a repeat or watching it now, um, oldheadpodcast at gmail.com. Send me a, send me a, a, a link to something that, that I, that might help with that. I'm sure there's probably a certain kind of cable or something that will, that will alter. You could, the get, a, you could get a like, you know, British VCR, but like get a, that get a sounds like, really plug adapter. Yeah, you might, you might find something on eBay. Um, never, never know what you find on eBay. That's that's true. That's true. Um, <clears throat> um, anyway, we we did TV shows for a while. Anybody anybody else want any recommendations? Uh, go watch some A Team <laughs> and the Crime Story, Eddie. Yeah, I've I've seen some A Team. I just yeah. I just got a, a like a I have I never had a TV in, in my office, but now I do. And. Nice. Um, it's it's like a Roku TV. It has like Roku stuff on it. But there's like these free live TV streaming channels, like like hundreds of them that are on there. And some of them yeah. are specific channels for a specific show. So there is yeah. a ch- there is a channel that only plays classic Doctor Who. That's nice. <laughs> And I was just like, this is great because it's just like that's the only that's the only thing. It's like there's no new no new Doctor Who. It's just the original shit up until a certain point. In fact, I haven't seen anything on that channel that wasn't from the 80s or 70s. Wow. So, I mean, that's pretty great. Anyway. Yeah, because like I, I was, you know, speaking as someone who was massively into Doctor Who as a kid, yeah. albeit the modern version, because that was my generation, you know, yeah. Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant for life. That was a great era of my childhood. I'm but, going with uh, I'm going with John Pertwee and Tom Baker over here. Iconic, <laughs> iconic classics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the thing I love like about old Doctor Who is just how like it's good, but it's like the effects are so laughably bad. It's like old Star Trek, so invested. the original Star yeah. Trek. Like all that shit is so enjoyable to me. And once you put too much of a production value behind it, I'm yeah. just like, eh. It, it's not as cool. Yeah, it's, it's like you can you can tell like some of these shots they like caught a shot of a character and then immediately just switched it out with a mannequin with a firecracker taped to its head <laughs> and just and just started shooting right when they fucking like 
blew it up. James but like pluses per and Baker are the best. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And I'm and, yeah. and Tom Baker, not Colin Baker, that guy that could have sort of ripped off Tom Baker's look. What the fuck was that all about? <laughs> you, you know what as well? Like I, I, I absolutely adored was my earliest childhood YouTube memories. You're talking 2006. Yeah, I was eight. I was just turned eight years old. I'm on YouTube, and I think to myself, what is it? My uncle says, you can watch whatever you want on this thing. And I went, whoa. <laughs> so I typed, I typed in Titties. Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. Like, nah, nah, nah. I, I, that's the thing. My mind wasn't there yet. I was, I was just like, that's Not it. Yet. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch hours upon hours of just Daleks. Because I was like, fuck it. I, I, was, I, was and, in a, I was in a band in the early 2000s. It was around 2005, I think, when I started this band, and we were called Autons. Um, because oh, the, the mannequin. Yeah, ones. just because yeah. I really liked that, the old episode from back in the day. And then it was so yeah. funny because we started putting out stuff online as Autons, and then all, all of a sudden this UK band was like, fuck you guys, we're the Autons. And we're like, <laughs> all right, well, we didn't. We only lasted a couple years, and then we broke up. Damn. But, um, you got gate. Gatekeeped. <laughs> yeah, the actual. I mean, I was all like, "Well, you guys are you guys are British, and you're the." I figured like we should just give the name to you, so we did. But we, <laughs> we broke up. So. Oh yeah, and I I was always like, you should have seen my face when there was that episode of um I think it's like the last cliffhanger of of um season two of Doctor Who when I was growing up. Oh, okay, you should have seen my face. When I realized, like, just the absolute awe on my face when I found out, holy shit, the Daleks and the Cybermen have invaded at the same time and they're fighting each other. Yeah. And I was just like, imagine like me, but eight. Dude, there was so I mean, I got into all that <laughs> stuff because of my brother, but there there was a, there was a special episode that came out in the. I think it was the late eighties and it was called the five doctors and it literally had all five of the yeah. actors in the same story. And I remember just loving that when I was a kid. Um, mm. But yeah, that was all my brother's shit that he got me into that stuff. I, I found my way into all the other British stuff that I love, but he kind of started me off with Dr. Who and, and Monty Python. And then I kind of found my way from there. Here, here we have, we have another British kind of question. Oh, have you British seen for the it. two amazing British movies, Bull and Calm with Horses? No, I haven't. I, you know, I must say, I have not. I, th I, I thought all you, all you people over there have seen all the same movies. <laughs> <laughs> Fish and chips, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I need, I need to, um, to be honest, like growing up, I was always more of like a, you know, American 80s movie kind of kid. So I... I I didn't actually have as British a childhood as yeah. some other, you know, kids because I was always bombarded with, you know, 80s movies, which, you know, are all American. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, also I grew up playing a lot of, you know, Grand Theft Auto and, you know, Vice City and San Andreas had a huge part in like how I kind of got into things so like mob movies and that i got from that game uh 80s movies and music i got from vice city you know yeah. grunge you know gangster rap all of that came from san andreas and it's just this like cool thing where i i know so much pop culture of america just through everything they parodied in those things because they're great 
great at world building. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of almost like in certain ways, the, the opposite for me, because I was into a lot of American music and movies and stuff. But especially with television, if I think if when I was young, if you would have said, what's your favorite television show when you were a kid? I'd, I'd be like, well, it was the young ones. That was my favorite show, yeah. <laughs> which was a British show. Um, Hell yeah. Anyway, what do we got? Hold on. We have some other things here. Um, have you ever thought about doing a Crankton Ranked for the Big Four overall? Like the top Ooh. 10 albums among the Big Four's collective discography. That's That That was like what I was saying earlier is I don't know if I want to rank different mm. artists' stuff. Because, I mean, it wouldn't be very fair because for the most part, it would be mostly Metallica. And then everybody else would kind <laughs> of come after them because like that's just how I feel about that music. All right. What if we were limited to a maximum of three albums per band or, or maximum of... Yeah, it would have to be like oh. a max of three. Like okay, we had that, to. Yeah, or, or fuck, or fuck two. I don't know. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, we yeah, could, could do, do. We could do that. Um, Vincent Doyle's asking, "What time is it in Texas? Are my Bears kicking the Texans' ass, dude? I don't. I give two shits about sports. He doesn't um, play. He doesn't play sports ball. No, <laughs> I, uh, it's it's two forty in the afternoon over here. Um. Faulty Towers, sorry. Uh, yeah, Faulty Towers. That, I love the way you say that. I um, for for me, my favorite British comedy of all time got to be Dad's Army. That oh, is never, never seen that one. You've never seen Dad's Army? That's no. like uh, the beloved one over here. I actually, my, it's it's funny. It, oh, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say like my like when I think of British comedies. More recently, the IT crowd is one of my favorites, but also there's a there's a short. I don't. I think it was only two or three seasons. There was a show called Black Books that was really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, what the fuck else is it? Was there? I don't know. There's a there's a lot of random one. Oh, J- there you go. Thank you, J Plus. Red Dwarf was a fun show. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. One of my favorites. I'm just I'm just gonna cycle back around to uh, Only Fools and Horses. Yes. Um, but I'm just going to cycle back around to, um, dad's army real quick. You ever oh, seen yeah, the dad's don't army. tell, don't tell him Pike scene. Have you ever seen that where like they, they capture a, a German U-boat captain and his, and his troops. And it's the, it's only the home guard. So like they're all old men. Yeah. And, um, it's so funny The, the I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's so funny. It's like, uh, the youngest member of the home guard who like isn't old enough to join the army yet. He, yeah. He's like, starts making fun of the Nazis and it's like, the Hitler is a twerp. And like, what is it? He goes, what is your name, boy? Don't tell him, Pike. And it's just like, it's so funny. Yeah, oh, I love that, it. That immediately uh, made me think of the sketch from, I think it's from that Mitchell and Webb look where, where the, yeah. the two soldiers are like, are we the baddies? We have skulls <laughs> yeah, on our uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's bringing up really yeah. good ones. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place is fucking great. I also I'm a I'm a Mighty Boosh fan as well. Um, Space. Space is funny. Yeah, yeah. These are all great shows, but like you know, it's it's like, but I've seen and I love all of these too. But there's but there are just some that like I know were more popular that for some reason I've just never gotten around to watching. Plus now I've got that thing where. If it's got a laugh track, it's hard for me to get into it if I don't already know it. So, oh, but Dad's Army's so good, though. Yeah, I'm, oh. sure, I'm sure it is. And people keep talking about Bottom, which is bo- Bottom was uh, two of the dudes from uh, Young Ones. 
um, that did bottom. Yeah. Bottom was fucking, but that was like, bottom was Bottom's like, really funny. bottom was like, there's, <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia before that yeah. show ever existed. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, oh, so we've got some, uh, we've got some more metal stuff going on again. Crowbar versus uh, I Hate God. Um, Two bands that I need to dive deeper into, but I've heard more Crowbar than I have I Hate God. Same here. So I'm probably just going to say Crowbar for the time being. I, I've heard more Crowbar. I've seen both of them live, and oh, I wow. I thought I Hate God was a better live band because they were loud as fuck and heavy, but I like Crowbar's, a lot of Crowbar's stuff better. So, um, yeah. I'm, while, we're on this, while we're on the subject, and, you know, this is coming from someone whose favorite band is Metallica, as is yours. Yeah. Have you seen the hardwired album cover compared to the <laughs> crowbar album cover? Yeah, but you're you're literally comparing an album cover that's just kind of goofy to but one the of tongue, the though. like literally that crowbar album cover is one of the worst album covers I've ever seen in my entire life. Like it is <laughs> Awful crowbar. I would rather album. I would rather have the typo negative butthole album cover. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! No, I'm just kidding. See, it's see, not good. The 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 thing is right. If and you know, like I say, love Metallica. It's Kirk sticking his tongue out on the left hand side of the head. I assumed it was like, Lars. If anyone's sticking their tongue out, it's. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. It's hard to tell who's sticking their tongue. Actually, I think it is Kirk. It I like Kirk I like the memes where they put like food and drinks all over it to make it look like they're drinking <laughs> a drink and eating a hot dog and stuff. <laughs> uh, oh, there, uh, there was a good comment up here that I wanted to point out, which I really appreciate, Joe Blow Bonobo. Um, you may have a small audience, but you are both very much loved. Thank you. That, that, that's that's, thank that's you. it's great to hear things like that. Um, yeah, I've received a lot of nice comments on my new videos lately, and I got to say, it's it's pushing me to get back into you know doing things because if something I've brought into the world, sorry, no. if something I've I've brought into the world has made someone's day better, that is a win, and that makes me feel good. Absolutely, and and for everyone watching this, if you're not subscribed to Eddie Sparks, just go do it right now. Go over to Eddie Sparks on YouTube and subscribe because he's his his shit's way better than mine. He just does it less frequently. Um, no, I, I, yeah, don't don't put yourself down. It's an it's an opinion. I, I like I think this. I've gotten way better at doing my stuff. Um, let's I think see. we bounce off each other really really well though. I think we learn from one another. All J, peanut J butter plus, platypus is here. Yes, the peanut butter platypuses are in full effect. Thank you very much. I'm just uh, happy that we've had a steady amount of people watching the live stream the whole time. Um, yeah. so, some of these are ones that are like they're either or for bands, and it's like. You know, Toadies versus Quicksand. Both bands are bands that uh, peaked with their first album and then put out albums that weren't as good. And but I I like Quicksand more than uh, Toadies. Um, and then uh, Sabotage, Sabotage versus, versus Metal Church. Metal Church. Um, I'm going to go with Metal Church all the way on that one. Hmm. I need to hear more Metal Church, but um, the Sabotage I've heard I really like. Yeah. Uh, in the hall of the mountain king. I was playing. I was playing that song um, on a, on a car journey. I was I was taking with uh, Callum. He's the front man in in um, Sage. The band Sage. I'm in. Yeah. 
and uh, it, it got to that part of the song, and he looked at it looked at me, and you'll you'll love this. It was a very British reaction. Is this guy all right? <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of that fucking that that fucking thing. I, I I don't know if it was on TikTok or where, but they're like. Like, British people be like, mathematics is well odd, isn't it? <laughs> I just took the tube, mate. <laughs> um, we got a, we have oh. a hello from New Zealand. Hello, uh, Nilish Naran. Hello, hello to you. How are you doing, New Zealand? That's uh, New Zealand is uh, uh, where uh, there's a filmmaker who made a movie called Deathgasm from New Zealand and I love that movie and they just announced that not only are they going to do a sequel to Deathgasm they're going to do a comic book tie-in like between the two movies that's pretty exciting I don't read a lot of comics but if it's about if it's related to something I love like Deathgasm um, I'm into that plus the guy that did Deathgasm did another movie that I highly recommend called Guns Akimbo and do you have you heard of Guns Akimbo Eddie heard of it haven't haven't seen it it's literally it's fucking harry potter what's his name daniel radcliffe yep he literally is drugged and then wakes up with guns bolted (laughs) to his hands oh i think i've seen the meme of him like and he and he has to (laughs) and he has to play like a kind of like a a live game of him hunting people but he can't use his hands because they're both bolted guns Guns. fucking great (laughs) movie um, to be fair, like I wasn't a big fan of like Harry Potter cause I, I wasn't the target audience for those movies, but, mm-hmm. um, everything that Daniel Radcliffe has done since I'm just like, that guy rules. He's playing fucking weird owl in a movie now. So yeah. I am all about some Daniel Radcliffe at this point. Hell yeah. Um, uh, what, what we got here? We got, uh, what, what, what name am I clicking on? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of good ones here. Take your pick. You're in charge. Um, let's see. Um, I'm just going to go to this last one. He said urine. Tiki, it says we definitely need a Wild Hearts ranking, one of the most underrated bands ever. Um, I don't know that band very well. I think that's hmm. a British band, actually. Yeah, yeah, a British band. We we could... It, we've been talking about doing rankings of bands we've not really heard much of or, you know, aren't crazy into and could benefit from diving deeper i mean so it would be interesting definitely- to do rank a band that we literally both know nothing about i mean that would yeah that'd be very fascinating um mm. anar schulberg underground house music yay or nay that's my second most loved genre coming from my warehouse rave days in the 90s um i i'm not really into a lot of that i, I don't actively listen to that music but like it, it seems to me like it's much better if you're doing something and you're listening to sort of, you know, what, what do they call it? A, uh, EDM style music. Um, I, it, I will say, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was, I was just going to, I was just going to chime in. This is cycling back to my musical development. Uh, there is a house music station in GTA San Andreas oh. that I've listened to many times and it, you know, it makes cool driving music. Um, it's quite, you know, vibey and moody. It's got some like cool, textures going on uh i like a, i like like frankie knuckles sort of house music like mm-hmm. the chicago uh pacific 808 uh 808 state stuff um is cool there's there's one on there uh i want to i want to give a little bit of a shout out to this song 
Let's let me find it. All right. So well, the wh- SFU, wh- while you're doing SFUR, <laughs> while you're doing that, I have a bone to pick with Thrash Metal Family. Do you think that oh. we don't know who Dark Angel are? <laughs> <laughs> give, give me a little bit this of credit here. Hour? Um, <laughs> we would we'll definitely get to Dark Angel one day. I'll, I think they just got back together actually and are working on new shit, which is why Gene Hoagland is no longer in Testament. But yes, I would love to do. Some uh, I get that a lot where where I don't mean to be a dick about it, but sometimes people will like like comment and be like, you should listen to this band. Um, they're they're called Holy Terror. <laughs> and I'm just like, why do you think I wouldn't know? But I mean, yeah. I, I know they're not a huge band, but like I, I'm, a, I'm a self-professed thrash metal junkie, especially from the 80s and the 90s. So like any of that shit, like I've heard it and I love probably all of it. But, you know. I, I have this. Uh, I have the song uh, I want to kind of shout out here. Oh, okay, it was was always a favorite of mine. It's uh, the morning after sunrise mix by Fallout from 1987, and it's just got this really cool like 1987. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's an early one, but it's you you can tell where it's you know kind of going, but it's got this really cool like. Ding! kind of synth riff in there. Everybody I, dance now. <laughs> oh, um, where are we at? Uh, will Eddie play GTA 6? Of course I will play GTA 6. I've been waiting fucking 10 years. That's from Noel, um, Noel Crozier. You gotta say some names to give credit to the people that do the the com- I'm we sorry, shout them out. Noel Crozier. Will Eddie play GTA 6? Hell yeah. And there's, I, I get to play as someone with a nice Latina booty. So, okay. I mean, that's that. Hell I mean, yeah. That, that, that sounds like a, like a good. A, a, I mean, a, a win-win situation right there. You get to play it, your favorite. It, it is. <laughs> you know, you you got a nice figure to look at, and you're blowing people away in the street. And I and I, <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody to mail me a PS2 and Vice City for me to start playing these games. So um, get to work, Hell everybody. Yeah. Vice um, City and San Andreas are essential playing. Vice City Stories is also very good. Okay. Where I just wanted to chime in with that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, ah. J Plus, speaking of Mighty Boosh, are either of you Gary Newman fans? I mean, some stuff I heard I liked. I'm not, it's, not this, it's not a genre. The stuff he does is not stuff that I go to very often. Um, I, I'm sure he's great. He also seems very... Oh, I just fucking switched over to KP. Silver Noinen. <laughs> Noinen. Saw Dark Angel and Testament back in 2014. <laughs> Hoagland played on both sets. He's a beast. Oh, hell yeah. Um, yeah, Gene Hoagland's insane. From uh, Chango Malandro. Hola, locos. Hey, que bueno. Um, all right. So uh, thank you for being here, everybody. Um, we still have like, yeah. a lot of people watching, and that's fucking fun. What, did, I, did I cut off the Gary Newman thing? Yeah, eventually. I mean, I like Gary Newman and things of that nature, but nothing n- nothing that makes me really want to like go and deep dive into it. But if we keep this fucking podcast going for the rest of our lives, eventually we're going to do Gary Newman. <laughs> we'll, dip into some, we'll dip into some quirky new wave stuff eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Old news. This is from Vincent Doyle. Old news, but thoughts on the Dave, Ellison, Dave Ellison's career after the Wackening. Will he ever get back into Megadeth? <laughs> I actually talked all about this on an episode of the Old Head Show. Um, 
I'm uh, I'm David Ellefson. I'm in every fucking band. Yeah, he's literally just <laughs> every th- every a few months. It's like here's Dave Ellefson's new band. No wait, this is Dave Ellefson's new band. No wait, and um, I I don't I don't understand why he uh, why he got kicked out of that band. Um, I, I he got caught slipping, bruh. I mean, <laughs> is it because it was? It's because is it thoughts that the the it was unconsensual, like all of the sexual shit that was going on. I, th- I thought that it was, and it's really none I think, of my business. I, I, if I was a high-profile musician, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't post pics of my junk to people now. And I'm like, I think, yeah, low level. I, th- I think, <laughs> I think Dave Mustaine is too much of an alpha to be caught hanging out with a simp. Uh, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, taking the piss here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it, you know, ever since his recent, I was the alpha male in Metallica comments. Yeah. Dave says some funny things from time to time. Dave, I give him a- Dave doesn't do himself a lot of favors when he opens his mouth. He, uh, he just, cause really, cause really <laughs> like, you know, Messiah. it's like, I, I love, he's, I love so much Megadeth, but there's so many times that he's said stuff that I just go, I would have fucking kicked you out of the band too. <laughs> I, that's here's, here's the thing, right? I love Megadeth. I love Dave. I love what Dave has given us. Uh, Dave likes to run his mouth. He's got a big one. And I think that's just a part of the world now. I think that I to to he's change a character. It would, he's a he's a character he's, in the metal story. Yeah, he's a character. <laughs> um, Tom Thurston. <laughs> Hello, what's, me. What's the last album you bought in an actual store you had to drive to? Oh shit. Um, I recently bought a CD copy of uh, Dr. Dre's The Chronic from HMV because they have taken it. Well, I was going to buy it anyway, but the thing that pushed me to go get it is that they've taken it off Spotify. And so I was like, ah, shit. Well now I have to urgently go out and get the chronic. And I have just been blasting it lately. The uh, same goes for, um, sorry, I was a doggy style as well. I need to get, um, I, I, I mean, I've gone to the record store to buy record store day stuff recently, but when it comes to like a, a particular album, I haven't done that specifically since I lived in Austin two and a half years ago before I moved to Houston. Um, and I remember I went to a record store to buy, um, the nothing, the corn album, the nothing when it came out. Um, because Mm. that was an album that like, I I knew that I liked some corn, but I wasn't prepared to really love the new stuff they were doing. And then the album came out and I was like, this is fucking awesome. So like that yeah. weekend I drove I mean, to like it the, started out on a cob and then they put it in a can. Oh, shut up. And like things. <laughs> um, they, uh, there's a whole song about them on the internet now. It's corn. It's got the juice. Um, they I can't uh, imagine a more beautiful thing. They, uh, but yeah, I went to the record store to buy that corn album because I thought it was great. And so that's probably the last time I specifically said, oh, I want to get an album. I'm going to go to the record store. Most of the time I pre-order stuff. And it just comes to me in the mail, which is the way I like it, because I don't like being out around people. I'll leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, a, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm like yeah. fucking Richmond on the IT crowd when I walk out in the sun. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's like that scene from uh, Revenge of the Nerds, where, like, the dude's like, Hi, we're here, we're here to, uh, to rent out the house. Not for rent. What? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, <it's> like, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, what, what? We got some questions here. Uh, I don't know. We got we a got lot a few of people, things. 
love the chronic hell yeah and uh schulberg um joe uh, schulberg i heard h from acid rain interviewed dave ellison and h was trying really hard not to just hang up on him <laughs> if i if i remember that interview it was like it was a lot of like dave ellison promoting his book or something where he just kept promoting the book and i was like man he's, he's on a mission man he's like please read my book he's on the grind this is a good uh, one uh, KP uh, Silver Noinen, H- how about ranking Devin Townsend? I would like to get to that because I've, I've over the past like maybe year or so started hearing random stuff from Devin Townsend and from Strapping Young Lad, where I was mm-hmm. I've I've gone this is fucking cool and and yeah. and just recently he put out a new song and it was a fucking pop song not even rock at all and I'm like well that yeah. sounds like I would love. Even if I didn't like everything that he did, that sounds like an utterly fascinating discography, starting with Strapping sure. and Lad moving in into Devin Townsend. Um, I'm definitely keen for that. Cause I've never heard anything that he did and thought, you know, that's not interesting. It's fucking killer stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ooh, Scorpions or UFO? Uh, From the Legacy, Legacy of, of Heavy, Heavy Metal. Metal says. Jinx. <laughs> be, be to it. Uh, honestly, I've I've heard more Scorpions than UFO, but I've also heard a little bit of UFO, and I like both pretty much equally. Um, from what I've heard, so I there are two bands I need to dive deeper into. Um, I I I've gotten to the point where I get annoyed when any Scorpion song comes on. I don't know what it is about <laughs> them. I've just gotten the rhythm of love. I don't know. Dang, it just dang. doesn't. It's something is something is wrong right now with that with their sound. UFO, I don't really even know much about them. I do know that both of those bands are um, favorites of uh, Kirk Hammett from Metallica, and I'm all like, well, very if influential. He, if he likes them, then I, you know, I might get into them too. Um, Chris Heathcote says Michael Shanker was in both UFO and Scorpions, and in uh, MSG, the Mike the Michael Shanker group. Um, and he's and Macaulay Schenker group. Is it, is it, is it, oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, no, no, there, there's, there's two. There's Michael Schenker group and Macaulay Schenker. Oh, there's, there's a, he's been in a lot of stuff. <laughs> and, uh, that's, uh, Tom Thurston for old head. Will there be another show with chromium dioxide in the near future? Um, I, yeah, I would hope, I would hope there to be, he's another person that yeah. has a very busy life as do I. And, um, eventually we'll Can make I it just happen. Can I just say, were, were I not going to head off driving tomorrow at 4 a.m. because I'm traveling across the fucking country to see uh, my girlfriend, uh, I would be absolutely shit-faced right now. But unfortunately, <laughs> I need to be on the motorway. And, uh, well, alcohol and motorway is a recipe for disaster. Yeah, not a good so, idea, uh, really. Nah, not great. <laughs> so we so we've yeah, so. we've surpassed the two hour mark here, and 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 on top of that, you're telling me you got to get up early to uh, to hit the road. So maybe we I should can hang around for a little. I can hang around for a little longer. Okay, all right. So we'll 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 start wrapping it up. But if you guys got some last minute questions or comments, just throw them in here. Um, Ooh. Th- this is a this is a this is a. Uh, very uh, difficult question. The legacy of heavy metal asks: Kiss or Aerosmith? For me personally, Kiss. For me like, personally, Aerosmith. But <laughs> I absolutely love Kiss. That's 
really tough. Um, they, yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly, I, I listen to more Aerosmith than I do Kiss, but I also love everything. Well, not everything. Most things that Kiss uh, put out, aside from the last two albums, those are really the only ones that I don't really care um, that much for. Oh, v- Vincent Doyle, Bears just beat the Texans. Just saying. Yeehaw. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Scholberg, uh, just want to mention, I'm going to see The Cure in three weeks. Cannot fucking oh, where are we? wait. Where? Oh, sorry. I'm going to the wrong one. Um, nice. The Cure. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, I like some some Cure stuff, too. That's a that They're a good band as well. That's very I'm nice. With that. Uh, Mario Kaczynski, good show, guys. I'm listening at work, and it's helping pass the time. Sweet. Always, gl- always happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah, we're glad um, to help out anybody pass any time or get through anything in their life. If we're, if we're able to help with anything, that's beyond what I thought I would be able to do with anything on the Internet. You yeah. Know, um, I just, I thought. Lo and behold, here we are. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, that's that's great. Um, Gojira, biggest metal band in the world right now? No, that's no. Metallica is the biggest metal band in the world. There's no. <laughs> there's, I, I, I'd, I'd they're, say, they're, in in terms of modern metal, they're one of the heavyweights, um, but they're they're nowhere near as big as Metallica or or Maiden. Um, no, um, I, but know. for newer bands, yeah, I, I they they seem pretty big. Are they as big as Slipknot though? Slipknot is Slip Slipknot's way bigger than Gojira, right? Well, here's the thing. Gojira have really crept up in recent years to where, you know, they are, you know, I'd say they're up there. Yeah. Um, maybe not, maybe not like image wise, maybe as iconic, but they're putting out stuff that is damn good and getting pretty um, widespread recognition. Um, let's have a look here. Chris, Jay, Chris Joe, Heathcote, Joe, oh. Joe Bonobo, Jay Mascus, best oh. guitarist? No, but a great guitar player. Like I love Dinosaur Jr. So yes, Jay Mascus is fucking awesome. Uh, Chris Heathcote. Uh, see, here's here's my here's my argument for Kiss. Right, uh, he says I prefer only seventies Kiss. I love anything Aerosmith released up until around Pump or Get a Grip. Well, here's the thing. Don't don't for don't, me, don't sleep on Nine Lives. That there's a lot of great shit on that album, and there's some good <laughs> shit on. Uh, the one that came after it, all their albums have good shit on it. And so does, so does every kiss album. <laughs> here's, here's my thing as well, though with kiss, it's almost like you get two bands in one because I love seventies makeup kiss. Yep. But I also love hair metal, no makeup kiss, different band sonically, largely all together apart from the vocals. But like for me, it's like a two in one deal. And I love both. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, T Keat says, what do you think about Getty and Alex playing together after so long? I loved it. Um, I don't know. Mm. Did you watch any of that? The Taylor Hawkins tribute concert? No, but I I've, I've heard about it and that brings me joy. Yeah, it was, it, there was a, there was, there was a lot of good shit that happened at that show. Um, um, fu- funny enough, I have to admit that um, I've, I've talked, I haven't really talked shit but I have had negative views on the band, the darkness. Um, and I'm still not 100% into the music that they make, but I have become a very big fan of the vocalist. What's his name? Justin Hawkins. Justin Hawkins on, on, he he has like a YouTube channel. 
Justin Hawkins rides again. He's. I have been watching it too. Yes. He's utterly enjoyable to just listen to, and his then yeah. the stuff that he did on, on the Justin Hawkins tribute where he was there doing vocals when uh, when um, Wolfgang Van Halen came out and fucking nailed some Van Halen songs and then had Justin singing mm-hmm. them. That was absolutely fun. But yeah, the the rush part was cool just because they came out and they did. Um, was it YYZ? No, they they did twenty part of twenty one twelve with Dave on drums, Dave Grohl. And then they got yeah. to YY or YYZ and they, um, <laughs> and they had to get a different drummer in. Cause I'm, I'm pretty sure Dave Grohl was like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's. Uh, I'm going to try to knock some of these out before we go, so I'm kind of going quick, but there's here's one for you, Eddie. Eddie, do you work a retail job? Yes. There you go. <laughs> That's the answer. Here's one for Eddie that I'm going to answer. Um, Eddie, thoughts on Manic Street Preachers? Awesome, awesome band. Um, so that's So they're not British. They are Welsh or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Is there a big um, difference? <laughs> I... Well, they're certainly not English, but, yeah. you know, Brit- Britain, Britain is... Britain is, is those things. Yeah, Britain is, you know, Wales, Scotland, um, yeah, uh, the, Northern Ireland. So my, my answer, yeah. I'm gonna, I actually have an answer for that, because I think the first Manic Street Preachers album is fucking and amazingly good. It's, it's glam metal in disguise. I know. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. re, it's really long, but all of the songs are good. And then yeah. their second album, it's like it very quickly goes from like, oh, there's a few bangers on this album. Oh, there's a few less on this album. Oh, there's a few less. But every album that I've heard that they've done has an al- has at least one or two tracks where I go, that's fucking great. But that first yeah. one, <laughs> that first Manic Street Preachers album is just, it, it, I wish that I could be in a band that had the balls that those guys had at the time where they just thought, yeah. they were, t- they were basically acted like they were hot shit and they had a fucking album to back it up. So that's, um, yeah. that's fucking great. Do you, are you into them to, to Manic Street Preachers? I need to do a deep dive, but I've always like heard parts of the first album and thought, do you know what? That it, there is no excuse for me not having heard that yet. So it's great. It's, it's great. Just, I'm going to, I'm going to add it to my hypothetical list of God damn. Look at all this stuff I need to get through. <laughs> there you go. Um, um, Beer uh, Maniac 31. Do you like the exploited? Maybe a cranked and ranked on the exploited. I do like the exploited. Um, the uh, Troops of Tomorrow is one of my favorite albums ever made. Um, if the, for those of you who may not know it, you know three songs off of it because Slayer and Ice T covered three of those songs on the Judgment Night soundtrack. But and the entire Troops of Tomorrow album is great. There are other stuff's not quite as good as that for me, but I do like um, a lot of their stuff. So I would like to get to them. We'll day. get around to them. Uh, so we a, we already kind of we already kind of had this question because I'm not into black metal and you're you need to get into it if you can. Um, yeah, I because I've heard I've, I've heard all of these bands that you're listening listing. I've heard stuff from all of them, and it's it's like it's just kind of like exactly what I said about like EDM, where I'm just like, eh, it's fine in the background. I'm not going to actively try to listen to any of that. Um, although I did really like that first Abath solo album. I thought it was really well done. Um, hmm. And I saw him on that tour. I saw Abath, and um, it was a fun show. So, I mean, there you go. That's, that's as far as I go with that. It's a, it's a genre that I haven't gotten into yet. 
So I, I always, you know, if if someone ever like turns around to me and says, you know, do you like this band or do you not like this band? It, it won't be a case of like, you know, say for example, I haven't got into this yet because yeah. I, I don't ever, I don't ever want to come across like I don't like it. Um, you know, it, yeah. As time goes on, you know, there are things that you do or don't like, but I feel as though if I haven't given it a fair enough crack, then, you know, I'll say I haven't gone into it yet. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, speaking from a person that's lived 20 years longer than you have, that shit starts starts happening. You get to your 30s and 40s and music that when you were younger, that you were just kind of like, I'm not really, I don't care about this, um, all of a sudden becomes stuff that you really enjoy. So, yeah. Um, writing anything off is kind of dumb, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Eventually, we'll get into it. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, uh, would, would, who Paul are you going Chatterton. Uh, Paul Chatterton. He says, "I struggle with modern metal. It's all too polished." I think we are experiencing at this time positive change in um, you know modern metal production. Mm-hmm. It's largely been the same for about twenty years. Uh, and so I feel like we're at least getting to the point now where bands are realizing a claustrophobic mix, you know, might jump out of a radio, but it's it makes an album quite fatiguing to listen to. So I have heard bands in more recent years stepping back a little bit, not mastering shit so hot. Um, yeah, when he I says, po- when he says is- polished, I, d- I don't agree with the word polished, because when I think of polished, I think of stuff from the late 80s and early 90s when it sounded great. Um, this yeah. stuff is just way too, um, yeah. Like as, as H from acid rain puts it, he calls it laptop metal where it just sounds, yes. it sounds so digitized and compressed. And to me, that's not polished. That's somebody doing a rush job or using presets that they use to record 20 other bands. And, um, yeah. it's just, it's lazy is what it is. There's some stuff like, and you know, hear me out. There's some stuff that benefits from that. Uh, say, for example, the divisive genre of gent, spelt D-J-E-N-T. There is some gent stuff, like Monuments, that I actually like, mm-hmm. because there are some moments on that Amanuesis album, or whatever it's called, that are legitimately filthy fucking breakdowns and riffs. Yeah. Do, it's, it's impossible to argue there are moments on that that slay, but... When you've got umpteen bands that used the same presets and have quantized the absolute fucking balls out of anything and then mixed it, compressed it, and it's overly done and you get a... I feel like, you know, the accessibility of recording software is a double-edged sword because the thing is you get... Anyone can become a superstar rock, rock star out of their bedroom, but anyone can make music and not everybody is you know good <laughs> yeah that's a nice way of so, putting it. <laughs> yeah um, um i'm going to answer this one real quick legacy of heavy metal asks how would you pay uh, would you pay to see rush if they got back together with either mike portnoy gene hoagland dave lombardo or even lars ulrich filling in for neil i'd pay for the lars ulrich one um yeah that would be that'd no, be a sight no the real answer is no um i don't want to see rush a full rush show with anybody that isn't Neil Peart. And, um, and, um, I, now if, if, if Alex and, and Getty 
start a new band. I'm 100%. Mm-hmm. Whoever they get to play drums, great. It's new. I want to hear new music. I don't want to hear them play Rush. Um, <laughs> this is where they get like, uh, this is where they get like a proper like metal guy like Gene Hoagland and they do like a death grind album, I mean, but it's yeah. Rush. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know. Neil Peart was such an important part of that group that I don't, it's not, it's fine for a couple songs, yeah. but other than that, nah. Um, all right. Um, Hold on. What is it? What is this? Would love to hear a Candria crank. What is Candria? Is that Kendri- a band? Can Candiria? Oh, Candiria. That's, That's a, a band. Let's ha- let's have Holy a look. Holy shit! I'm, I skipped over. Sorry. Um, I'm just clicking things now. They are an uh, American progressive metal band from Brooklyn, New York, formed in 1992. The band was part of the second wave of New York hardcore, but subsequently expanded its performance to also play jazz, hip-hop, and progressive rock. What? That sounds cool. How is That this? sounds really cool. How, so that's, see, there's a really good example of something absolutely not on my radar. <laughs> Which Kenderia. sounds exactly like something that you would like. <laughs> I know. Candiria. Hold on. So now here's where I do live. Go to my Apple Music. Candiria. Neria. Whatever. Something like that. Yeah. They, they do. Have, they have. They have a, a good amount of albums. Um, and then what I what I normally do with new bands is I go through and I add the oldest and the newest and I'll go check it out. Um, so thanks for Sweet. the thanks for the suggestion, because that sounds um, interesting. Um, um, oh, David B. David, da- I'm sorry, if, you, if, you, if you're OK with me calling you David, Davey, um, first four <laughs> albums are amazing. OK, cool. Well, yeah, I'll definitely check them out. That's a good place to uh, to uh, to stop, I think. Right. We've, we've had a, we've we've, yeah. we've been stumped by a band. Um, and this so ha- this has been fun. That has been a lot of fun. Um, uh, thank you all very much for joining us. Um, if you've been here the whole time, as usual peanut butter platypus peanut um, butter platypus and um if you're if you're watching this after the fact thank you for just being around and watching and um if you're listening to this as a podcast hello i'm going to do some asmr for you right now how do you feel about put the money mouth. in the fucking bag <laughs> it's put just the like money a- back in the box it's just um, like have you have you seen those like ASMR videos where it's where it's like a situation that shouldn't be relaxing, but like they're whispering it. It's like ASMR store hold up. <laughs> I'm pointing a gun at you, ASMR. Yeah, it's real May funny. I please speak to your manager. No heroic shit. Hand over the money. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jimmy Jimmy Page, uh, you got that right. Yeah. yeah we did. We live. did a live stream. We did it live. We'll do it live. Um, fucking fucking thing fucking sucks. Thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if that was loud. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was that was a lot of fun. So thank you everyone for being here to celebrate our 100th episode together. Um, the next time you see us Ooh. next week, what what what? One more one more question we didn't answer. Where uh, where, where Alec, is it? Alex Johnston, uh, do you like any of Blaze Bailey's solo work? Haven't heard it. Oh, uh, also haven't heard it. I like I like the first Iron Maiden album that he's on. Um, Which master peanut butter peanut butter platypus? <laughs> Hello, um, that was kind of anticlimactic, but okay. 
Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that was, uh, that's it for, uh, this live stream fun. of, of cranked and ranked. Thank you very much for being here next week. We're going to be back, not live, but we'll be back with, uh, the second part of our obituary album ranking. So, uh, <laughs> so be ready for that. And, um, as usual, we're even going to do this on a live stream. The very first ever live later dude from uh, Mr. Eddie Sparks. I'm going to throw it over to Eddie Sparks to don't, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Take us out. Later, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Laters. Laters.